Well, hi, everyone. Ahoy! How's it going? Howdy. <laughs> hey, everyone. Welcome to Nature Check, the show where you come for the game and stay for the science. Uh, first, we're going to do introductions, as always. Uh, my name is Cheryl, and I'm almost ready to start my PhD at a new <laughs> university. <laughs> a few more things to do. It's very exciting. Um, um, I focus uh, my research on restoration ecology, and I love dung beetles. Um, when I'm not doing research, I make videos on The Roving Naturalist on YouTube, um, and uh, I'm going to be the DM, GM, whatever, um, but Joe is the person who first tweeted about this idea and got us all together, so I'm going to let him introduce himself next. Hi, I'm Joe Ballinger. I am a PhD student from the University of Wyoming, and I am trying to figure out, like, why weeds hurt crops, um, and... Right now, I'm preparing for harvest season, so that is something that I am told that I am only going to look forward to once. <laughs> so, um, yeah, I'm really excited about my project, and uh, hopefully I have, uh, I'm going to have the opportunity to talk about that a little bit more. I, uh, I think we need to get you a really styling straw hat. <laughs> <laughs> um, and to your right on my screen is Nancy. Hi everybody, my name is Nancy and I'm an entomologist, which means that I study bugs and I live in Quito, Ecuador, where I conduct personalized insect tours. So basically, if you're interested, I drag you into the jungle and show you all the cool bugs that live in Ecuador. That was far more sinister than usual. <laughs> yeah. Drag you into the jungle. Drag you against your will, sort of. Oh, um, and last but certainly not least, uh, Peter. Uh, hi, everybody. My name is Peter Coffey. I'm also an entomologist. Um, I am a county agriculture agent, which means that I'm faculty at the University of Maryland, and I do science communication full-time, but only in one county in Maryland and only for farmers. Um, <laughs> try and scratch that out as much as I can. Uh, and uh, so I do a lot of, you know, social media and I take pictures and stuff like that too. And I'm always open for more collaborations. So uh, if you want to, you want to work with me, especially if it's agriculture adjacent, hit me up. Um, and if you're watching us on Twitch or uh, the recording later on on YouTube or listening to us on wherever you find podcasts, um, you can follow all of these lovely people. Their socials will be down in what we're calling the reference section below. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, unfortunately, we will be missing two players tonight. Uh, Rebecca needed to duck out of the game, so we won't be seeing Artemis for a while. Um, Ryan is just absent tonight, um, so Fletcher will be rather even more quiet than normal. <laughs> um, but he'll still be around if we need him for combat or anything. Um, if you're watching us right now live on Twitch or Periscope, first of all, thanks for being here. Um, we really hope you'll enjoy what you're going to see this evening. Um, and secondly, if you have any questions for the cast um, about science or the game or anything, um, please tag our mod Hypertesseractive in the chat and he'll pass your questions along to us. So get to chatting. Um, <laughs> last bit of housekeeping, which I already sort of mentioned a little bit, is the socials. Um, you can find Nature Check on Twitter at, at Check Nature, because someone else is sitting on the at Nature Check handle. Um, so please follow us there for updates on scheduling and posting of the podcast and the Nature Chat episodes and things. 
Um, please subscribe to Nature Check both here on Twitch and on YouTube. Um, subscriber really subscribing really helps us out. Um, every game session will be uploaded and archived on the YouTube channel, and that's also where you can find our after-show recaps, Nature Chat. Um, so go check that out. You can also get both the episodes and the Nature Chats in podcast form on Podbean, Google Play, iTunes, Apple Podcasts, whatever it's called, and Spotify. So yeah, like anywhere and everywhere podcasting is happening, I guess. I did thought <laughs> Apple Podcasts was a thing, and I really thought you were going to say Apple Pie, and I was confused. Mm, Apple Pie. Yeah, you don't know about Apple Pie? It's the new big thing. All the kids are into it these days. <laughs> it's out of touch, Nancy. <laughs> I can't keep up with all of these apps. Um, <laughs> I can make at least three different delicious Apple Pies. So. Yeah. If only we were all at the same table. Yeah, yeah. Um, just be, you're just a tease, Jim. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, does anybody else have anything they'd like to plug? Um, no, not at the <laughs> no. beginning. <laughs> okay. Um, well, if there's no other um, delay or procrastination to be had, then I guess we'll get started. <laughs> Civilizations grew, flourished, and fell on the continents of Lacedes for hundreds of years. But in the year 885, everything changed. Where once the gods of the Pantheon held sway over various continents and made their presence known in frequent and tangible ways to mortals, now a dread silence and emptiness reigned. Civilizations fell into internal turmoil and tensions mounted between empires. The faiths of nations were shaken and new versions of old religions began to sprout. Spells once commonplace and relied upon, those that required the gods' particular attentions, no longer functioned. Access to and contact with all other planes disappeared or seemed blocked. The continent of Arda, still colloquially known as the God's Garden, was once the sacred and protected realm of Obed High and Elana. At the moment of the loss, the strong protective spells surrounding the continent fell, and the shores and interior became accessible to any who wished entry on whatever business. In 952, a ship from the Tenibrian Navy took shelter in the large river mouth at the southeastern corner of Arda, and the sailors erected a small fort for protection. Over the years, the fort grew into the town, and the town grew into a small city. While Tenibria officially holds no claim over Arda, no outside nation has yet claimed dominion over the entire continent, New Seychester is, for all intents and purposes, a Tenibrian colony. Now, it is early evening on Selunem, the 22nd day of Mistrun in the year 972. The adventurers encountered some strange fish-like humanoids in the seagrass bed where they were searching for the endemic plant gildaweed for the girl Carissa. After dispatching these strange creatures, the group gathered some gildaweed. Unfortunately, Fletcher also triggered the release of a wayward water elemental, which the group also successfully fought. You were able to sell the extra gildaweed to Elsa, the apothecary. Um, then Lucanus convinced, convinced Wargent Johns, the owner of the brothel, to let you take Carissa on a date for the night. Instead of a date, you took her out to a deserted stretch of beach, fed her the gildaweed, and watched her transform into a mermaid and swim away. You learned a valuable lesson about accepting valuables. We learned that Cedric is almost as good at flirting as Lucanus is. <laughs> and y'all need to figure out what you're going to do now. Um, Fletcher is up in his room in the marked bird, studying the purple seaweed you collected. 
Artemis is sitting in the dining area of the Marked Bird. Uh, Kay want to speak to Azzy, and Lucanus and Cedric were on their way back from the Weaponsmith. Uh, Kay, let's start with you. So you went off to find Azzy, um, and you find him sort of in one of your usual hangout spots. Oh, hey. Hey. Um, what's going on? Uh, life was weird. Um, here's the rundown. The big scary dude, the big scary elf dude somehow convinced a girl to go on a date with him from the brothel, and then we fed her a weird plant after beating up some bad guys, and she turned into a mermaid and swam away. That's weird thing one. And secondly, here's this cool pearl I found. <laughs> you know how much it could be, you know how much it might be worth? Whoa. <laughs> oh boy. Um wow. You've had it's a, been a had day. day, huh? Yeah, it's, um, it's been a day. It's been first, like a hundred years in a day. Oh, man. Yeah, see, you go mixing yourself up with people that are weirder than me, and that's what you get. <laughs> I um, didn't know there were people weirder than you. This I was mean, the problem. Yeah. So, wait, yeah, he is for real an elf? I I didn't get a really good look at him, but that's crazy. I mean, he took off all his armor and then waded into the sea turtle seaweed gunk, so. So you saw him without his armor on? <laughs> yes. <laughs> um yeah and what's this about a girl and a mermaid and what what were you i don't know doing? apparently some girl who was like trapped in the brothel is actually a mermaid and so we fed her some like seaweed stuff and she swam away cool yeah uh, I'm, I'm not i'm not really sure how to like I, i'm not sure my feelings on the thing yet because it, it was all fairly overwhelming to be fair okay um did the did the guy did Johns know that 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 was a thing? Um, I I don't think so. Okay, that's good. Um, well, I'll definitely keep an ear out for anything <laughs> about that. Yeah, that um, that would be nice. Use <laughs> mm. a heads up if anyone you know wants to murder a group of random strangers who just entered the town. That'd be oh. great. Hopefully not murder, but I'll keep an ear out. Um, right. And then he looks at the pearl. And, That's pretty. Yeah, right. I uh, we we killed some weird fish things that were definitely not mermaids, and uh, I swiped this off of the, one of the dead ones. Wow, you had a really really busy day. Um, Indeed, it's been yeah. a day. Yeah, yeah. I don't I don't know a whole lot about pearls, um, but and he quotes whatever number I quoted you in the email before. Um, <laughs> how much did I say? I think 50. Yeah. So he, he estimates, oh yeah, it's, it's probably worth at least 50 gold. Like that's, that's pretty valuable, you know, um, pearls. Yeah. Um, Hey, I don't know what you're doing now, but, um, I just wanted to let you know, I've been doing some listening around as I do as you and, do. You um, are the best listener. I try. And I have heard some things that might be of interest to you. I don't want to, like, say any more than that right now because I, like, want to make sure that it's for real and I want to make sure I have all of the info when I give it to you. So wow, cliffhanger. Email. Thanks. Sorry. I just, I don't want to, like... Listen, I care about you. I really do. Um, Enough but, to leave me hanging on a giant cliff of cliffhangeriness. I just, I don't want you to go off and do something, well, more stupid than the other things you've been doing so far today, apparently. Because um, I care about you, and I know you, and I know that when you get upset, 
or if you got upset, you might do something stupid. And I wanna, I wanna make sure that everything's good before I tell you things that might upset you. Okay. All right. You just sit on your cliffhanger and you let me know, I guess, well, if I could be upset or not. I'm. I, I will get back to you as soon as I can. Um, uh, I, I can't sit though. I've actually got to go meet a guy about some stuff. But All I right. promise. I promise. As soon as I know for sure, I will come and find you, and it'll be great. Okay. Awesome. I wish you a less eventful day than I've had. Yeah. Thanks. I would prefer <laughs> to keep it that way. <laughs> and he just sort of, you know flourishes his cape all or his coat all fancy and <laughs> down the street <clears throat> all right so uh, i guess i go back to the tavern okay. actually no i go home and get cleaned up i guess you and go then go to the tavern and get cleaned <laughs> up and then go to the tavern okay um so while she's doing that um lucanus and cedric you were on your way back from the weaponsmith where you had uh pawned all of the extra weapons that you'd gotten from the random fish people that you fought in the seagrass bed. Um, was there anything else you wanted to do on your way, or are you just heading back to the marked bird? What's the story? Uh, we're just heading back to the marked bird. So. Okay. Um, so as you guys um, are approaching the marked bird, all of a sudden you see the door of the tavern open, and you're, you're still a ways off yet from the, the tavern, but you can see it. Um, you know, there's a lot of people in the street, but you see the door open, and a man comes out, and um, sort of goes walking down the docks. And a moment later, you see the door open again, and Artemis comes out the door and is following that guy. Like, she's she's definitely tailing him. Um, she's not, you know, walking with him or talking to him, and she's it doesn't look like she's trying to chase him, but she's just tailing him. Um, yeah. Uh, okay, Cedric is going to, like, stage whisper, I guess, at her. Be like, Artemis! Hey, do you need help? Do you want us to come with you? So she does the thing where she like doesn't look at you, and she just like like real real small like makes her hand just you know like she's pushing you back, um, but it's like down at her down at her side. So just, and, okay, okay. <laughs> See you later. <laughs> That's your stage. <laughs> I didn't know how else to be picked up on, on the mic, so I, I just stage mic fake whisper, you know. Sorry. Cedric is so loud that that might actually be his whispering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Cedric is like all of the ag agents and farmers I work with, where you, you've been around, you know, he's been around so much like hammering and stuff like that, like growing up in a smithy, that like he's kind of a little bit deaf. So like he thinks that like speaking in a normal voice, but making your voice a little hoarse is whispering. It's, Ced it's a thing I'm intimately familiar with. <laughs> Cedric's whisper is super loud. Yeah. yeah. Lucanus is just like... Lucanus, Lucanus looks at Cedric and he's like, yeah, Artemis being Artemis. What's new? I guess so. <laughs> uh, so, you want to head inside? Lucanus right. does the gesturing thing with his fingers, and he's like, let's go! How, how about a drink? I'm trying to summon something. Anxiety and Riviosa! Pretty yeah. sure I'm... Yeah. Am I still covered in blood? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you are. You are. But it looks good on you, the whole blood-soaked thing. It's, 
it's a fashion thing that I personally really enjoy. Red's a good color. <laughs> yeah, your your beautiful pressed and creased and nicely ironed white shirt is covered in several different flavors of blood and also seawater. Mm. Um, mm, yeah. <laughs> I feel like I'm gonna go up to my room. I'm gonna go inside and I'm gonna ask. Uh, <laughs> hmm. Do you, you think they have any hydrogen peroxide in, <laughs> in <their skin? laughs> to, to, to get the blood out of these clothes? I'm, I, um, I don't know. Is that, is, that, is that outside of the realm of things that they might conceivably have this? Well, so for me personally as a scientist, if I were to, you know, make a big deal of the fact that I know how to get rid of blood, um, I'm kind of a little bit worried about what people would think of me. Right? <laughs> if you've done field work, you've gotten blood in your clothes before. Let's be honest. Yeah, right? that's true. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. <clears throat> um, okay, so, Cedric, you, uh, I'm assuming you're first in the door here. So you guys yes. enter the March Bird, and it is early evening, so it's about, you know, early supper time-ish, but the tavern seems pretty empty. Like... There's maybe one or two people in there kind of hanging out. Um, and Leon is just kind of, you know, well, yeah, like this on the bar. Just kind of okay. looking around. Um, he straightens up when he sees you enter and, oh, you're back. So are any of the people in the bar people I recognize? No, they're just, they look like random townsfolk. Okay, so Casper's not around. No. Yeah. Um, Randos. <laughs> NPC number one and NPC number two. Can I? I go up to NPC number two. <laughs> Have you heard about? <laughs> Have, you... <laughs> Have you heard the... which? Do, 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 are they both humans? Yeah. All right. Yeah, most most of the people in this town are humans. Like as you've been walking around, mostly humans. Um, every once in a while, there's some dwarves and some gnomes and some halflings, um, but yeah, mostly humans. You haven't seen anyone who looks like Lucanus. I am not going to waste my time proselytizing to humans. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> They're made out of lesser stuff. Whoa, exactly. strong words yeah. from Cedric. <laughs> Cedric um, is racist. <laughs> 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 you up on that yet. It's a religious thing. <laughs> um, um, can I can I trade in the uh, uh, rest of my um, earnings from those weapons for one month's rent? I don't know how much I'm going to have left over because I sold like everything except for like certain weapons. Sure. So, um, but I definitely have 25 gold pieces. Okay. I um, Did you say that to the bar? I definitely have 25 <laughs> gold pieces. I mean, if anybody messes with me, I'm just going to get more blood on me, so... Hmm. <laughs> well, well, Cedric is like, what? you don't need to just threaten these people. <laughs> Clearly, Leon has enough trouble getting business, but now you just threaten <laughs> random people. <laughs> Uh, Leon is sort of looking back and forth between the two of you as you say this. And he says, well, he's kidding. He's kidding. <laughs> it's all a joke. <laughs> he wants to pay for a room. <laughs> he says, okay. covered in blood. <laughs> uh, it looks like you two have had a bit of a day, huh? We have had a day, as I heard recently. 
Mm. Mermaids, uh, sea people. Yeah, oh, you know how it is. That sounds like a wonderful story. <laughs> um, if if you did want to uh, pay for a room for the month, um, normally I charge uh, twenty five gold or sorry twenty seven gold um, for a month's worth of rent. But uh, you all helped me so much the other day. Um, I would be willing to take it for twenty five if um, that is what you have. Um, sure. And Lucanus <laughs> Holt. Lucanus hands over 25 gold. Thank you, my friend. Chink, 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 chink. Um, so yeah, he stows it away underneath the counter. Um, uh, is there anything else I can help you two with? Uh, would you like some dinner or a drink? Oh. Uh, I feel like, Lucanus, I feel like we need to have a conversation at least. Do you want to get a drink, or do you want to go up to your room and have a talk? Lucanus, uh, you know what? Honestly, it's time to, it's dinner time, so I'm getting food, because I've had a day. <laughs> a day. <laughs> uh, Alright, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll have what he's having. Alright, so, uh, Leon says, well, uh, so I have um, two different uh, dinners that you can choose between. Uh, there's either um, I have a bit more pork left over from the winter and, and the uh, butchering in the fall. And, and uh, so there's pork and potatoes and some uh, of the last apples from last year. Or uh, there's uh, fish and spring vegetables. But uh, that is um, maybe not so popular, so I have more of it. I'm I'm fine with whatever. He's, he's a terrible salesman. <laughs> he's just a nice guy. <laughs> as long as as long as it doesn't make me sick, I'm gonna eat it. Uh, <laughs> which, uh, which would you prefer? Uh, I I'm I'm gonna go with the fish and spring vegetables. That sounds nice. I've never had vegetables before, so uh. sounds good. <laughs> Are they some kind of uh, meat? Vegetables? <laughs> no, no. Just growing up in the caves, there's not a lot of. It's uh, <laughs> amazing <laughs> mushrooms and, and meat. Okay, <laughs> pickled pickled meat, salted meat, boiled meat. You know. It's funny now that Cedric has never had vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> what? And how do you kill a vegetable? Uh, Glyphosate. <laughs> Usually we uh, rip them out of the ground and then the plant is dead. Um, so violent, so violent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'll I'll take one of those. Um, okay. Extra rare. Okay, uh, and and for you, Lucanus. I'll have the fish, and Lucanus just sort of looks quizzically at Cedric, like, I don't know what's going on here, but I'm going to enjoy whatever comes next. <laughs> okay. Um, so, where are you guys going to sit? There's tables, there's the bar. I feel like Cedric sits at a table. He doesn't like sitting at the bar. It's not too awkward. Mm, like, like dangling. <laughs> so um, that's what's awkward in all of that? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're not here. I wanted to say things during your scene too. <laughs> Sorry. 
Um, okay, so Lucanus, guys... Lucanus is fine with tables because both tables and chairs can be used as improvised weapons and shields. Oh, so, boy. <laughs> boy, there's a lot of just exposition happening here. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so Lucanus, um, I think we need to talk about. Uh, well, probably you need to leave town pretty soon because <laughs> that brothel owner is gonna be coming back for you now. I I feel like I owe you, even though I did pay you to help me with this. I feel like you're the one that's uh, taking on all the social responsibility and awkwardness in town. Uh, so, I mean, I feel like at least you need to lay low for a couple of days. This is all in whispering. Well, sure. I'd like, you're at a table alone, so yeah, yeah. you're just talking low. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know. Have you given this much thought? Yeah, I have. That's why I paid for a month's rent. Um, I'm going to need to uh, uh, recuperate from... He just sort of gestures towards this body-wise bruise. Um, whatever the hell this is. And, uh, uh, you know, if anybody comes knocking on the door, I feel like I'm pretty well prepared, so... You didn't tell anybody that you were staying here, did you? Like, Morgan? Not that I know of. <laughs> Not that I remember from a month ago when we last. <laughs> no, um, I've, I'm pretty sure he knows your name, although I'm not entirely certain. Um, I think he knows your name, but you definitely did not tell him where you were staying. Yeah. <clears throat> um, okay. Well, I, yeah. I mean, I'm definitely, I mean, I can do some more healing on you tomorrow. So hopefully I can help you recover from that injury. But you are pretty noticeable in, in town. I don't know if you've noticed, but I I haven't seen any other people quite as tall as you. Uh, since <laughs> what I mean, the there huge are, elf? There are definitely other people as tall as him. Yeah, but. there are. Oh, oh I, yeah. Oh. I mean, he's not he's not freakishly tall. There are there are definitely male humans in town that are the same height or even taller than him. Um, okay. When I say you haven't seen anyone like him, uh, you haven't seen anyone with the elven. Um, facial bone structure or with the elven ears. Yeah. He's, was, he's an elf. I was trying to be circumspect about your deformed ears. Yeah. No, that's fine, man. I'm an elf who's armed to the teeth. I know the deal, so... <laughs> I'm gonna... Sure, yeah. I, didn't, I just didn't want to bring it up if it was... I don't know if you were sensitive about being an elf or something like that. <sighs> not at all. Not here, anyways. So, um, yeah, I'm just gonna hang out in the hotel for... Uh, a little while until we're ready for our next adventure. Uh, next adventure? Well, I mean, hopefully there aren't too many more. Um, I mean, I'm not, I mean, uh, I'm here to kind of spread the word of more and not get into too many tussles like that. Um, I mean, I realize they're, a, a, you know, part of the job, but they're not really my, my primary goal here. I mean, you seem like a rough and tumble kind of guy and I'm more of a I don't know spread the word of God kind of guy um but uh well I mean I owe you and you seem like a good guy so next time you get into a tussle um you know I've got your back oh I I appreciate that but you know so let's let's think about where we are we're in a city that is um a port city, uh, 
the edge of a continent that's really uh, that's relatively unknown. If you want to do some proselytizing, uh, you know, out there in the wilds, the best place to do it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not gonna lie. That's kind of why I'm here. Um, you know, I figured there's probably somewhere out there in the in the untamed wilderness, there's probably some lost tribe of dwarves that have not heard the word of Moradin that uh, need to need to be brought, you know, to the the warmth of his forge. Uh, and so, honestly, I'm I'm looking for that. Or if nothing else, I'm looking for, you know, something I can bring back to, to, to strengthen my people, um, something to, you know, alloy into our culture. Uh, or, you know, I wouldn't be opposed to a little bit of riches. I mean, I am a dwarf after all. Uh, it's, it's, it's okay. I can say that. That <laughs> diagram of dragons and dwarves is true. <laughs> there is overlap there. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm curious as to what's happening out there. Um, you know, ever since the gods have disappeared, uh, uh, there's certain things that um, my people weren't able to do. And I'm curious about, you know, what happened there. So uh, given that this is the Garden of the Gods, I need to get out there in the wild and um, sort of explore, poke around. So I'm planning on leaving town at some point. Um you know, but uh, uh, I'm not sure what I'm going to find out there, and um, I'm guessing that whatever I'm going to find out there is probably tougher than what I dealt with back in Udivin. Uh Yeah, I mean, I've never been to Udivin, but probably. Uh, but I, I feel like whatever we uh, whatever we face, it'll it'll forge us into finer weapons and finer finer people, such as you are. Yeah. Okay. A plus for commitment. Um, it'll it'll steal us it'll steal us to the challenges of this new continent and sharpen our sharpen our uh, uh, sharpen our skills and hone our hone our abilities. Oh, all the puns! Um, at, at this point in the conversation, um, uh, Leon brings over two plates with um, a nice assortment of sort of you know fresh spring vegetables and a little bit of a sauce um, and. What could be called fish? It's not mermaid, is it? No. <laughs> I mean, it, it is fish. It's just not like if you guys start eating it, it is there's definitely something off about it. Like yeah. you've both eaten fish before and this is not it, this doesn't taste like any fish you've ever eaten before. What would what would mermaid taste like? I mean, would the bottom half taste like fish and the top half taste like long pork? <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's like um, it's like beavers, like the tail is considered fish in Catholicism, but the body is not. So, yeah, I feel like, yeah, it would be separate. Uh, Yes, you can eat beaver tail on Friday, but not the rest of the body. Yeah, we need to have a longer conversation about that because I am suddenly very curious about the history of that. But I know a a guy who went he made a video about um, how people used to eat beaver tail and it included him um, visiting someone who cooked it and then they ate some. I I have eaten beaver before, actually. Uh, The only the only like non-standard mammal that I've eaten is possum. I never eat awesome. possum. It's what's for dinner. <laughs> That's awesome. I would totally eat possum. Is it good? 
Uh, it, it was all right, kind of greasy, but kind of mm. gamey. Um, I, I don't really, I don't really remember it well enough to describe what it tasted like, but um, yeah, I'd have it again. Kind of greasy is a good way to describe the fish you're currently eating as well. Um, several huh. vegetables, um, they're green and they're kind of chewy. Um, and they've got some very interesting flavors going on that are unlike any of the mushrooms or meat you've eaten before. Um, but they're, they're interesting. I feel like these vet, this vegetable, uh, is like, a I don't know. It's a little too decadent. I don't know. The, this, is, this is some pretty fancy stuff. Where do you think, where did these live? <laughs> where did these live? <laughs> Have you ever, have you ever bought, a, bought a vegetable before? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, we did fight a, war, a water spirit, so you might have to fight vegetables. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there are so many plant monsters in D and D. It's not even funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'm definitely, I'm definitely eating the next twig blight we come across. <laughs> have you ever fought a vegetable? Is so going on a t-shirt. <laughs> Lucanus, Lucanus just shakes his head and says, no, but I fed them before. Vegetables are hearty eaters. All right. Yeah, but fair enough. Fair enough. Sure. Yeah, we've got pigs back home, so, you know, I know what that's like. This fish isn't particularly good, though. I mean, I don't know about you, but I'm not super into it. Didn't somebody try to kick uh, uh, the um, Leon's ass over the fish? Yes, I had totally forgotten that. That's kind of how we met Leon, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Hmm. What do you think is up with that? I don't know. Uh, I don't really know that much about fish. Is there, are there, I mean, <laughs> are there different kinds of fish? Do they taste different? Why aren't I there? <laughs> uh, yes. <laughs> Oh, you said you were sheltered, but I am just. This is amazing. <laughs> yes, there are in fact different kinds of fish. I'm pretty sure we just fought two of them today. Oh, what those weren't fish. Is anything with scales a fish? Is anything that lives in the water a fish? Oh uh, boy, that's a good question. Discuss <laughs> <laughs> what is a fish. <laughs> All right, so if you don't know what the bell is for, the bell is when uh, we uh, signal that the players can come out of character for a moment and, well, drink of their beverages simultaneously, apparently, um, and also talk some science as their real selves. So, yeah, what is a fish? Definitely not a mermaid. <laughs> maybe we should start with how would we classify mermaids? Oh, oh man. man. That's weird. I mean, yeah. I mean, they're human whales. So, okay. But they have the whale, Scales. I so mean, probably everybody that's watching this understands that generally the way we classify things is something that, you know, we have an originating animal and then everything that's descended from it, right? Our originating species or group of animals and then everything that's descended from it. Yeah. The, so the phylogeny behind Cheryl is a fantastic example of that. So you can see like, you know, way back when there was one red animal and then everything that descended from it is in that giant red. Sorry for you that have a red green color blind, but it's... <laughs> Uh, red is the protostomes. Okay, red is the protostomes. Yeah. So there was one protostome, and then everything that's descended from that is a, is a protostome. So it's all, all lumped together in that group. Yeah. 
So presumably at some point there was there was one fish, and then everything that's descended from that is a fish. Right. Yeah. That's how we move animals. There are different ways that we classify fish, though, because mm-hmm. there's um, the the Bony. things that were like pre-fish. So like the jawless fishes, so think like lampreys and hagfish and stuff like that. Um, although I guess the classification of hagfish is maybe a little suspect. If you don't know what a hagfish is, Google it right oh God, now. They're so, <laughs> gooey. they're so gooey. Um, slimy boys. <laughs> slimy boys. Um, what, <laughs> was that your impression of it? Yeah. <laughs> I'm a hagfish. Okay. Um, <laughs> the privilege of being a man on the internet. Um, <laughs> things you can do that won't get gifted later. <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, so there's the dollar fishes, which are sort of like the proto fishes, I guess. And then there's also um, the cartilaginous fishes, so things, sharks, rays, skates, things like that, um, which are super awesome. Um, and then you've got bony fishes, or the fish with jaws and bony skeletons, and they are, well, we are distantly related to them, so we are all technically bony fishes, among other things. Um, mm. And if you haven't read or watched the, what is it, The Fish Inside You, mm-hmm. I, I loved that. Yeah, that was, yeah. It was so good. Um, so yeah, I definitely recommend the book The Fish Inside You, or it was made into like a several part TV series documentary thing. Mm-hmm. Um, the Fish is Inside You your is inner fish? <clears throat> oh, is it your inner fish? Yeah, your inner fish. One of those, yeah. Something yeah. Like that. If you if you Google one of those phrases, I'm sure it'll pop up. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So well, so what is a fish besides having a, a bony skeleton? Um. So, <laughs> so wait, most wait, of sorry. most of what we I, I, as I ask the entomologists. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't know, they've got tails and scales that are cold blooded, and I think sure, yeah, they've got funny. they've got scales. Most of them are what we would call cold blooded, although not all of them. Yeah. Um, yeah, so tuna, or at least some kinds of tuna, are actually warm-blooded with air quotes um, because they've got some special kinds of muscle inside their bodies, and some sharks have the same kind of muscle, so when they move, that particular kind of muscle can generate some heat for their bodies, and it's because these particular kinds of fish or sharks um, dive very deep in the ocean, and so it helps them still not die. Uh, well, it helps them move fast in cold water. Um, because they're tuna and sharks are predators. Yeah. So most of what we call fish are largely basal vertebrates. Um, so the most um, the most primitive fish, as uh, uh, Peter and Cheryl mentioned, are um, hagfish and um, lamprey, which are um, they sort of have these rasping mouth parts, and they're kind of semi-parasitic. Um, uh, they sort of get. Um, fish, or they sort of uh, uh, scrape flesh from other animals, and um, so a lot of their ancestors were um, kind of worm-like <laughs> creatures with um, a nerve cord running down the back, and if you go far enough down that family tree, you get to um, the ancestors of a group of organisms called tunicates, and these guys are actually a lot like kind of fleshy sponges um and some of them kind of look like tadpoles um or jellyfish and um they are uh the basal most vertebrates um typically fish though uh they live in water and um (laughs) not always though that's true not always always. so lungfish lungfish Lungfish, for example, um, they, I mean, they hibernate on land, but they do 
pretty good on land. Um, and, uh, uh, um, they, uh, a lot of them, um, have a relatively simple structure, um, linear body plan. So mm -hmm. spine, rib cage, but a lot of them, uh, their fins can double as legs. So like mud skippers, um, mm -hmm. and to some extent coelacanths, and those are, um, very similar to our many great grandparents, um, because <laughs> yeah. we share a, that's sort of the, um, part where vertebrate or where, um, land dwelling animals sort of get off of that train. Didn't know you knew so much about fish. I know yeah. I'm impressed. I wasn't Were you just reading the Wikipedia page? <laughs> Actually, no, I literally just dumped everything that I know about fish onto this, um, onto this video podcast, whatever the audience <laughs> member is watching on. And that literally, um, that's all of the knowledge about vertebrates I have as a uh, right. uh, invertebrate biologist, which includes <laughs> plants, by the way. Yeah, you, yeah. Passed, you passed the quiz. You passed yeah, the yeah, good yeah. yeah, so he's, he's absolutely right. All of those things are characteristics of fish. We've also got, um, like people mentioned, scales. Um, fish have uh, hearts and circulatory systems, but they're different than ours. Um, so the heart of a fish is much simpler. Um, a human heart has four chambers. You probably learned that somewhere along the way if you've passed uh, high school biology. Um, but fish only have two chambered hearts. Um, so there's a lot less pumping of blood and a lot more sloshing. Um, which is, again, something invertebrate biologists are very familiar with because there's a lot of sloshing of hemolymph inside things that don't really have circulatory systems to speak all of. Slosh. All slosh. Yeah, all slosh. Yeah. All yeah. slosh all day. All slosh um, all the time. That is some entomology department's grad student t-shirt right there. It's all slosh all day. Um, and then, um, so we talked about lungfish, and so there are some fish that can deal with being out of the water for a while, and they're exceptionally cool. Um, Shed Aquarium in Chicago, near where I live, um, has, uh, or had, I don't remember, I think he might have died, um, Granddad was the oldest Australian lungfish in a human collection anywhere in the world, was in this aquarium. So yeah, lungfish are super cool, but most fish don't have lungs or don't do the air breathing thing. Um, so instead they have gills, which are basically like lungs, but kind of inside out so you can see all the goop. Um, so if you've ever seen... Or and they handled... put really interesting parasites. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, if you've ever seen or handled a live fish, um, you'll see the flaps on the sides of their head. And if you um, are able to see in the flap, it'll be very bright red in there. And it's all these uh, blood vessels, which are basically just raw and exposed to the water so that they can filter out... Uh, oxygen because oxygen is not uh, it does not exist in a very high concentration in water so they need to have lots of blood vessels available for the oxygen to diffuse hi kitty um, <laughs> into their blood um, diffusion is a fun thing um, so yeah fish well, so and then the some of them that we have gills well and some of them um, they breathe they get supplemental oxygen through swim bladders so if you've ever That's gone true. tarpon fishing for example um, Tarpon are a really big sport fish, and they um, they actually will go up to the surface and um, breathe. So the swim bladder is this organ that um, lets fish be more or less buoyant. And um, in tarpon, it's sort of evolved as a secondary gas exchange um, organ. And lungfish have taken that a step further to the point where they just need to be moist and they can live mm. entirely on that swim bladder alone. Is that word? 
Um, did the things you fought have gills? Um, <clears throat> they did have a version of gill slits on them. So they had this sort of humanoid body plan, um, but it did look like they were sort of, um, that it was possible for them to be amphibious because their, he their heads and gill slits were above the water when you guys fought them, right? The water was not, well, except for Cedric, the water was not that deep. Um, <clears throat> so they were definitely, well, they were well, up out of the water a ways. So it looks like they can, similar to a lungfish, exist out of the water for at least a little bit of time. Did Carissa have gills? Ugh, we're not going to get into the thing with mermaids and gills. No, 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 no. We 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 can absolutely get into it. Our mermaids fit. Yeah, I don't I don't remember. Um, let me. I'm going to scroll oh, I got through it. to the um, the mermaid. Because this would be easy. Because if they have boobs, then they're yeah, like mammals. Exactly. They got they they have hair and mammary glands. They have yeah, hair and mammary glands. Um, yeah, yeah, and yeah. even though they have scales on the bottom half of their bodies, you know, pangolins have scales. Oh, that is true. They do. And, and they have skin, so does a mermaid sweat? Um, <laughs> we were just getting all up in there. Well, so, yeah, why would they be able to sweat? Yeah, that, I don't yeah. feel like that's... They would have at least lost the ability to sweat if they... I mean, if they were humanoids who... Well, so, so look at... Can whale sweat? I don't know. That's a good I question. I think they have sebaceous glands because sebaceous glands do more than just sweat. Well, like it's, it's a whole. There's a whole thing going on with those. So now, now we're starting to exhaust my knowledge. Of yeah, <laughs> we need a marine biologist. We need a marine mammologist on here. Oh so goodness. the um, if if we think about the Little Mermaid, that actually gives us a really good um, way to differentiate mammals and fish or because things like whales and dolphins they look very much like fish but if you cut those flippers off they got hand bones mm -hmm. um so mm -hmm. their their bones are very obviously derived from um the uh limbs of land-dwelling mammals and, and they, they also vestibule hind limbs yeah exactly and they also have blowholes which <clears throat> you know allow them to sort of breathe while surfacing so mm -hmm. Um, the, the internet says that whales do not sweat. Okay. Okay. Thank you, internet. Um, <laughs> but the question about oh no, go for it. No, if if we look at you know if we ask the question of whether a mermaid is a fish, you know obviously they have humanoid features on the top <laughs> half, which places them squarely in the primates. Um, as Nancy said, they have mammary glands or boobs as uh we call them here on the show to be super scientific um and if you look at if you look at like the tail of the little mermaid it is um horizontal like a mammalian tail and um like whales and whales and dolphins they have that horizontal tail because their tail is not um primarily derived from the uh, uh sort of um fish tail it's secondarily evolved and even though they have scales, um, those scales are obviously something that came along later, perhaps for protection or, um, you know, something like or that. Or humans lost them. Maybe mermaids were first in the evolutionary. What? What? Yes. Uh, the aquatic ape hypothesis. We found the missing link. Well, there's a lot of primatologists who do not like the aquatic ape hypothesis. Oh, I know. I know. <laughs> if, you, if you don't know what the aquatic ape hypothesis is, quick, pause this and go look it up. There's even a book. <laughs> and then find a primatologist and start an argument with them about it. They will love it. <laughs> So now we'll, we'll circle back around to that one when we get a primatologist <laughs> on the show. Um, but I think I, I went to the the D and D monster manual entry for mer merfolk, 
And it says, <clears throat> this being has the upper body, arms, and head of a fair-featured human. Instead of legs, however, it has the scaled tail of a great fish. That's literally the physical description. So, mm. do mermaids have gills? So now, I want to I wanna posit a question about mermaid evolution. So... <laughs> I still want to talk about how they reproduce. Yes, <laughs> yes, that's no, 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 no. That's that's sort of that's like, sort do of fun. That's yeah. sort of that's sort eggs? of what I'm getting do at. They have live birth. I want to know this. So, so here's the thing. There is this thing called convergent evolution, where mm. similar forces cause um, other things to resemble, you know, other organisms. So. <laughs> With mermaids, the, the whole sort of sailor's lore, lore about mermaids is that um, they kind of lure horny sailors to their deaths, right? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, you know, I sort of made a big deal of mermaids, um, you know, having human characteristics. But what if they're really just mimicking <laughs> our secondary sexual characteristics to as a form of, like, aggressive mimicry? Like, those orchids yes. that lure... That lure bees in to mate with them in order to pollinate themselves. There, there are so many examples of this in nature. There's, <laughs> there, uh, <laughs> there are different species of fireflies where uh, they will mimic the the lightning flashes oh, of yeah. different species in order to bring them in and feed on them. Oh my God, they, that is a that is a fabulous. You know, so, so the, the thing about that is. <laughs> For those intense symbiotic relationships to evolve, like they, both of those organisms have to be in close quarters for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. So how close quarters are mermaids and humans and for how long of a period of time? Because there was a long time in human history where we didn't have boats. Well, yes, but... Even we also we, didn't have mermaids. <laughs> <laughs> Even when we didn't have boats, um, human settlements have still chronically throughout history existed along the edges of waterways, right? Along rivers, along lakes, along coastlines, because water and lots of food come out of the ocean or out of those other bodies of water, right? So even if we're not on boats... There's still a really good chance that if mermaids existed, um, <laughs> or or selkies or whatever you want to call them, that yeah, that it's not unheard of that humans would be in close contact with them, and that this uh, um, uh, predacious behavior could have evolved. You know, I never thought of that before, but I really am a huge fan of that theory. <laughs> so, okay, so so the first example, I think Joe said it is is the orchid example, yeah, and yeah. I, I feel like that wasn't explained thoroughly enough and it we should I, I don't know explain it a little bit for the yeah. viewers so um actually i just thought of a second example along this line but so a lot of um so flowers need to be pollinated by flowers need to be pollinated by insects and they have a whole lot of ways to get these insects to them they you know can produce nectar and oftentimes that nectar has really addictive chemicals like caffeine and nicotine that get the bees coming back. Um, but what some orchids do is they will exude mating pheromones from the bees. And these are secondarily derived and they the kind of mimic of the well, yeah, it's not the exact same. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and it's, it doesn't look exactly like it, but it looks close enough because insects are kind of dumb and really horny. So you already got over the weed side. It's dark side. I see. <laughs> Hashtag not all insects. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I mean, so here's the thing. Here's the thing. I have never wanted to have sex with a flower. <laughs> that puts me ahead of a lot of bees, right? Don't kink shame anyone. Yeah, no. So, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. If you want to have sex with a flower, that's fine with me. But the point is. But the point. But, is, but the point is, these flowers look enough like female bees to trick the males into essentially using them as the insect version of real dolls. Um, and when the male bees attempt to mate with the um, flower, they will um, essentially find out that not really a lady, and they'll move on. And eventually, they'll get tricked by Wait, another flower. Some of them actually do like deposit their sperm into the flower. Oh yeah, no, they inseminate the yeah. flowers. Um, so maybe. Yeah, so it's like. Oh, then we get then we get into the insect pleasure pain debate. Oh boy. Well, <laughs> we're not going to give it up. Yeah, no, no, no. That, that is an entire podcast in and of itself. Um, yeah. In fact, so, I was actually on a, uh, a podcast about that, and um, I'll oh. plug that at the end of the episode. But, um, oh, addressing uncertainty. Um, so go and check that out. But, um, uh, so then they'll eventually get tricked by another flower and deposit the pollen. But, um,. <laughs> Sorry, sorry. No, that's fine. So, in another vein, um, mantids, uh, uh, certain species of invasive mantids, what they'll do is um, they actually have mating pheromones that are um, similar enough to the males of native species, species that already live there, and they'll preferentially attract those males and prey on them, sort of like mermaids from the legends of old. <laughs> I, I like that theory a lot. Um, any final thoughts? Uh, well, have we determined that mermaids are mammals? At least? I think it's an open question. Yeah. Yeah, I feel like the, because one of the things we talked about is mammary glands, or as yeah. Joe called them, boobs. Those could be secondary <laughs> sexual characteristics, just part of the the. the the, the so we work. have to see how they well, functioning. I was well, going to say, fun. yeah, if the lore doesn't say whether or not they actually function and lactate, then they could just be there as a mimic. Yeah, yeah, I think they're just a mimic. Yeah. yeah. And among the audience <laughs> members, if you have milked a mermaid, let us know. <laughs> oh boy! <laughs> please, please let yeah. us know yeah. if you milked a mermaid. <laughs> but um, so one one other final thought um, from from what I understand of the legends of mermaids, um, apparently uh, uh, that was um, like the sort of so a lot of. Um, Creatures from legend have real-world analogs. So, like, the unicorn is sort of, like, a misunderstanding of a, what a rhinoceros looks like. And um, my understanding of the mermaid lore is that um, when sailors were um, going through, like, dugong and manatee habitats, they sort of confused them for human features, which really makes me wonder, like, about... How you know, I, they were maybe yeah. they are like insects. Yeah, I, I remember start... this was before <laughs> glasses were invented. <laughs> and, and also that uh, this is this always fascinates me. Have you guys seen the thing about the the first um, movie or you know moving picture that was shown in a theater to people? It was like a black and white grainy image of a locomotive, um, but the way it, the locomotive was angled at the screen, it like the people in the theater. <clears throat> 
thought that it was going to come off of the screen and like run them over. And so it, it goes um, back to this idea of like, you know, how do our imaginations work based on the technology or like the sites we have available, right? So yeah. like, <clears throat> you know, back when it was hard to even get a drawn picture of a girl, let alone, you know, a movie of one, um, maybe when you're out on a boat, anything kind of looks like a girl. Um, because like, you know, you just don't, you know, we don't have access to the same sort of like, you know, things to, to use our imaginations for because of course, and now we're back to the poorly drawn flower and I mean, yeah, exactly, right. So yeah, like, I mean, that, that grainy black and white stuff, you know, um, sort of shuddery video of a locomotive wouldn't fool any of us, but it's because we're very familiar with watching things on screens and knowing that they're not going to reach out and touch us. So, like, yeah, it's it's this. Also, idea of, like, these you know, sailors had like never seen these animals before, depending on where they're coming that's from. That's true. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But for the mermaid, like the position of the tail, I think, because is there any fish that the tail goes up and down like this instead of left or right? Uh, not that I know of. Right. So that um, might be when, a token. Um, when Mola Mola are on their side sunning themselves, I think they, you know, they kind of use their tail a little bit to like, you know, propel themselves. But that's like, it's not like, you know, when they're right side up, their tail goes the way all fish tails go. Could we make a ca- could we make a case for flounder? Flounder. Oh, because. Hmm. Well, they start out like normal fish and then like literally everything shifts. The optic nerve actually passes through the brain, which is wow. cool. Yeah. That's so cool. <laughs> my one fish back. <laughs> We're done. Check. <laughs> Good night, everybody. Yeah. Here's, yes. here's hoping for anatomically correct flounder in the Little Mermaid. Movie. That's, that's <laughs> all I want. Uh, <laughs> he's, a, he's a juvenile. He's a little boy, right? So, mm. Yeah, right. Yeah. He just hasn't, hasn't done the thing. Yeah, it's... I hope that happens in the movie. He's just like, oh hey, by God. the way, right now my optic nerve is inside my brain. <laughs> uh, yeah. Alrighty. All right. Um, well, I think that is about um, all of all the things that us invertebrate biologists know about vertebrates. That or was a good, fish, at least. It was a good conversation about <laughs> fish and mermaids. I really enjoyed it. Um, but now, um, Cedric and Lucanus, you're at the table talking about fish. Did we just have this conversation like among us? <laughs> no. Weird daydream. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't, I don't know anything about fish. We just had the one type of fish, like in the caves where I grew up. What kind of fish were those? We just called them fish. <laughs> they they were kind of um pale. Were they cave fish? They didn't, uh, yeah, like no eyes, what, you yeah, know. What do you, what do you call a fish with no eyes? <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Wait, <laughs> wait, wait. We need a bad pun bell. What do you call a deer, <laughs> a deer oh. with no eyes? <laughs> no idea. <laughs> wait, what do you call a deer with no eyes and no legs? Still no idea. <laughs> Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, we we guys we've just lost any cool points that we ever had. I mean, we're scientists playing Dungeons and Dragons on the internet. Yeah, yeah, but I feel like even for that, we, we've sunk to a new level. I mean, all of my we had a handicap. Yeah, <laughs> 
Yeah. No, my my sense of humor in my lab has been described as pun bearable. Mm, beautiful. Yeah, they're they're all they're all lactose intolerant. <laughs> you know they're just they're kind of pale they don't have any eyeballs uh it's like sort of see-through in parts you know regular fish no dark meat i assume or is it all uh, dark meat i mean you eat it in the dark i guess <laughs> are you are you trying to make a joke uh, yeah, but I guess it sort of fell flat. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it was all right. It was all right. Good, good. It's a good job. I've already, see, the thing is, growing up in a cave, you've already heard all the all the dark jokes. Must have a morbid sense of humor. It's pretty dark, yeah. Yeah. Well, this was good. Small talk dinner conversation. Um, I, so, do you think that the wizard can clean my robes? Uh, that is that is a good question. Um, I don't know if he has any stain removing powers. I should go find out. Uh, so, uh, I'll see you back here tomorrow for some, some healing. Of course, of course. Um, and Lucanus just sort of finishes the rest of his meal and shame at the joke that fell flat. All right. <laughs> All right. So they're going to give you like an awkward, like shoulder pat, uh, but he did like stands up and, and, um, so thanks for everything today. Um, you, you did good. Big fella. <laughs> uh, Lucanus just sort of nods and Cedric and Lucanus shake hands before Cedric retires. Lucanus um, finishes his meal and retires to his room. Um, well, I was going to say, Kay, you said you were back on your way to the tavern. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, probably like as you guys are finishing and starting this awkward farewell thing that's happening, uh, Kay, comes, Kay comes in the front door of the March Bird. Hey team. Oh how we doing? Hey. Um good we just had dinner. Um <laughs> sorry we didn't we didn't wait for you. I I figured you'd go home eat dinner at home. I don't really know Nah, it's fine, don't worry about it. Um have some of this fish left over if you want some. I didn't finish mine. You um, want it. I am well versed with the fish here. Um not not my favorite, oh. to be honest. Oh it's deep. Do you know what kind of fish it is? Bad. <laughs> oh. Yeah, yeah, it's no, not I'm, great. I'm not well versed in fish at all. So if it's so bad, why do they keep? Um, why do they serve it? Uh, that's a good question. Why didn't we ask? <laughs> hmm. Kay like walks over. Uh, Leon's hey, still Leon. sort of like hand and arm on the bar and oh okay. Oh, okay. Have you uh thought about getting rid of the fish? <sighs> yes, I where did we even get this fish? Well, I uh, I bought it from your your parents, from from the Prowl's store. Uh 
I, Where did I, we get that dish? I, I would I, I would get it off the menu, but I, there's not a lot else right now because it's still spring and there isn't you know, a whole lot else to buy yet. Um, but yes, and he sort of gestures to the mostly empty bar. I think I think I need to pull it from the menu because this is not not good. Yeah, not not good. Not good. Did it used to be? Did it used to be better, or is this a new oh, thing? Yes. No, I've I have had this tavern here for years, and uh, uh, the fish has been good for most of the time I have lived here. It's really only in the last uh, maybe a month or two that I really noticed something. Maybe. Maybe there was something happening before, and I just didn't notice. But now it's now it's bad. Hmm. Pretty obvious. Hmm. <clears throat> Maybe I should. And you say you got it from my parents. I did. They they supply me huh. with. I mean, you know this. You deliver packages yeah. here all the time. I, they supply me with most of the things I need. I guess maybe I'll ask my parents <clears throat> what's going on with the fish. Maybe they'll know. Hmm. Well, I I would appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah. I I will continue to use their business, of course. They're wonderful people, but the fish is just not not excellent. Yeah, I'll, I'll put the, I'll put a note in. Thank you. Yo, Lucanus. Um, do you have any plans? Like leaving, maybe. <laughs> uh, honestly, I was planning on uh staying in my hotel room for a little while, at least until I'm needed. And when Big Scary Grumpy <laughs> Man asks all around town and asks for you, your plan is? I'll figure it out as I go. All right. Ooh, I feel like that's awesome. a bad plan. See, I tried to talk to him about it earlier, but... Well, you, know, you know, we're all entitled to our own terrible decisions, I suppose. That's fine. All right, well... Since you guys, since you gentlemen have already eaten, I guess I will go eat at home. And I, what do we have a plan? Well, I see you guys around. Are you guys leaving? I mean, Lucanus isn't. Are you leaving, Cedric? Uh, I mean, I'm going to be here at least until tomorrow. I told Lucanus I'd come by and, and give him some well, more of my uh, do we my have healing magic. For well, anything to do tomorrow? You're kind of like the most interesting people that have showed up here. Ever. Um, well, uh, we had kind of made arrangements with um, that Casper fellow who was here earlier uh, to maybe do some work for him. Um, but I, it seemed like uh, Fletcher was kind of our, our point of contact and I hadn't seen him around. And um, so I figured I'd kind of hang out here and, and, and heal up Lucanus and, and wait and see what happened. Um, I'm, I, I had hoped to to kind of make some some contacts with the local um, church, but uh, my first impression of them wasn't uh, super great. And to be honest, I'm, I'm a little bit hesitant to go back. Um, the um, people here don't seem to be um, quite what I expected, to be honest. You so. say that in a bad way, but maybe it's just because you've like you know culture shock and you need to warm up to us yeah yeah i mean you guys are great <laughs> nice yeah nice yeah <laughs> all right so i will meet you guys here i guess tomorrow if you happen to be here um and otherwise i guess i'm gonna go home and yeah. see um so okay one other thing um 
Perhaps you could ask around and figure out why this uh, Warjin guy, why everybody's so scared of him. I mean, doesn't he have, like, didn't we figure out he has, like, a bunch of friends who are all real nasty? I mean, that seems like a pretty good reason. Yeah, I mean, I don't I don't really know what to tell you. That pretty much sums it up. Oh, just nasty friends? Yeah. Yeah, and he's not, like, a great exact person himself either. But yeah. maybe you two could have, a, like, a long chat. I'm sure you could change his mind. Oh, uh, Maybe. Maybe. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, I'll see y'all tomorrow. Yep. In, uh, yeah. Let's meet uh, back here tomorrow and see if maybe that Casper fellow shows up. Or do you know where he hangs out or anything no, about I, him? No, I don't know him. I've never, <laughs> I've literally never seen him before. Okay. Well, maybe we can kind of ask around and, and find him. I'm sure, I'm sure once uh, Fletcher's done playing with his plants that, uh, <laughs> Uh, you also might want to clean your shirt up before yes you. yes that is on my to-do list okay. um, yeah. <laughs> yes thank you for the, the reminder yes you, you could also buy a new shirt if that one is uh can't be recovered to its original that's, state that's a good idea i should get at least i should at least get a spare you're you're absolutely right yeah probably. you can't have but, one shirt <laughs> I would. He's a man. <laughs> I can pack everything I need for this day. First day gets ruined. I want to protest, but it's so true. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe you could get a blood-colored shirt, Cedric. Just not that thinking. Yeah. All right. Well, I'll see you guys tomorrow, and Kate just like stops the conversation. Prances out of the out of yeah. the shop. Okay. <laughs> like, Bye. 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 Leon sort of waves from the bar. <laughs> uh, I guess I go home. Okay. Are my parents around? Uh, yeah. Your mom again, as usual, is because uh, now it's it's sort of you know later in the evening. Um, so she's at the table in the kitchen again doing the ledgers, as usual. So. Mom, I have a question because I care about our business a lot. Do you, do you know what's wrong with the fish? <laughs> yeah, her, as soon as you say the word fish, her shoulders just fall. <laughs> okay. All right. So apparently this is unknown thing. I guess I've just, we've never had problems with our products before. And Leon doesn't have anyone in his tavern. And they, like some guys try to beat him up over the fish. And I just... They like, what? Yeah, they like were like this fish is terrible and like attacked him with like sword things and stuff like pointy objects and That's it was really scary and there are like these random new people in town and they all like jumped to his defense which was really awesome but like they tried to kill him over fish so what's going on with the fish? That's really uncalled for. You were there for that? That's yeah, I, it was when I was like bringing all of the the supplies in, oh, and you like, okay? you're okay. Yeah, I'm okay. I like literally came out of the back, and then you know Leon was <clears throat> being threatened, and then like this really big guy and this really short guy kind of just kind of like went at them. <laughs> okay, and and Leon's all right. Leon is okay. the The short guy apparently did some healing, magicy stuff, oh. and he's all better. A slinger. That's interesting. Um, oh, gracious. Um, well, that's 
That's a little worrisome. Um, I didn't realize that it had gotten to be that much of a problem. I, yes, the quality of the fish that we've been receiving from our suppliers has been going downhill, and I have tried complaining to them about it because I noticed it a few times. Um, well, so I had a few customers mention to me that it wasn't so good. And then in the most recent transactions, I noticed it just there, you know, as, as we were receiving it and, and before even trying to sell it. And it's, uh, I, I complained to the fishermen, but they're just, they're full of excuses. Um, where are we getting it from? Um, from, oh boy. <laughs> Let me find their names. Um, from Strongline and Twist Hook Fliddler. Um, <laughs> when I say it out loud, do I realize how stupid those names are? <laughs> Strongline and Twist Hook Fliddler. Uh, they're a pair of brothers who do fishing, um, and and they've been supplying to us for a while, and it it, it had been fine. Um, but yes, the the past few times, I, I've I've tried complaining to them about it or asking them what's going on and they're just full of excuses. I couldn't get a straight answer out of them. Um, if you and maybe these intimidating friends that you've made... Um, I they're not friends. I wouldn't quite go that far. Oh, they happen well, to be... These intimidating uh, acquaintance... <laughs> <laughs> Cedric, Cedric keeled over in his room in the Martin Like, here's Kay's voice, like, walked through. like, they're not friends. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. Stares in this in the, in the middle distance, crying <laughs> silently. A tear trickles down his face. Yeah. <laughs> uh, um, well, all right. Well, these uh, these rather intimidating acquaintances. Um, it, if you want to try and get better answers out of the fishermen, maybe we could sort this out because otherwise, I'm going to have to you know, stop buying from them. And then of course all the people in town who want fish aren't, you know, they're going to have to go somewhere else. And that means yeah, bad for our business, but it's also bad for our business if the fish are bad. So yeah. We're, yeah. We're kind of in a catch 22. So it's a little bit difficult. Yeah. Let me, uh, let me round up the um, intimidating newcomers and see, <laughs> see what we can figure out. Thank you, sweetheart. Yeah. Uh, is there anything for dinner? Of course, yeah, and she sort of gestures. It's not and fish, is it? No, of course not. <laughs> and there's a there's a nice um there's stew and some nice crusty bread on the counter yet Aww. for you. Nice. Aw, so okay, like grabs some stew and some crusty bread and like flops at the table and then makes small talk with her mother. Of course. Yeah. Anybody <laughs> else doing anything this evening? Uh, Lucanus. Um, uh, <laughs> Ends the day I by like since we already said goodbye to each other, it's it's like now we have that awkward thing where it's like, <laughs> oh, okay, so see, yeah, see you in the morning, kind of like we've already are, said goodbye, are you but going we're up to your yeah. rooms because your rooms are both upstairs and. <laughs> <laughs> so you like say goodbye at the bottom of the stairs and then also in the hallway. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Then it's like, oh, oh, you, uh, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Up. Yeah. You, go, you can go first. Kay also asks her mom where the, the fishermen are. Are they by the docks or are they, do they have their own shop in town? Uh, they don't have a shop. I don't, I don't really know where those two hang out. I mean, they, yeah, they, they approached us and started selling their wares years ago. And I, I don't really know much about them other than that they've, you know, been mostly good suppliers until recently. Hmm. Well, I feel like, like there was a lot the of food chain safety talk that we should just have right now. <laughs> I don't know if 
know who these people are. We just buy their stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and meat? And then they're coming from a USDA certified facility? Like, <laughs> Are, we come back. Are these even fish? <laughs> they're oh, no. they're probably they're probably not oh. even using blockchain to to trace their supply. <laughs> let's, yeah, let's get into that DNA sampling and how most of the fish you get at the store or at a sushi restaurant isn't what they say it is. And, oh uh, God! Which, by the oh, way, God. if you've ever had rocket shits after eating tuna, that wasn't tuna. That was a fish <laughs> called wahoo that contains a natural laxative. Joe knows a lot about fish. Who knew? Who knew? <laughs> yeah. Now we don't have to have a marine biologist on. We're good now. Yeah, yeah move over, marine don't biologist. Yeah. Let's, be, let's be honest. That's the only thing that anyone wanted to know about sushi. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we could have a parasitologist on. Oh, yeah. 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 Oh, God, those worms that eat your kidneys. Ruin sushi for everyone. Uh, we could have all sorts of special guests on this show. Hey, yeah. if you'd like to be a special guest on Nature Check, <laughs> you can uh, tweet at us at Check Nature, or you can email me at theRovingNaturalist at gmail.com. All right, be cool. A, be a special guest on the show. Yeah. Um, so um, Lucanus ends the day by uh, uh, sharpening and maintaining his weapons, making any sort of um, repairs that need to be made. And, um, you know, since he's an elf, he doesn't really sleep, but uh, his sort of trance thing is, obviously does not go well so he's mm. reliving something terrible in his sleep neat anybody, <laughs> anybody else doing anything with their evening cedric is going to spend a long time trying to clean his shirt <laughs> okay. sorry about that everybody the internet is weird um but yeah so so cedric is spending part of the night trying to clean the blood out of his shirt and then i'm assuming you'll eventually sleep yes <laughs> Yes. Cool. No, Cedric's like. Argh. He gives up after after a while. Yeah, yeah. He does his best. Okay, Lucanus has an unrestful trance. Uh, Kay enjoys her stew and then sleeps at home. You all regain one hit point over the course of your night's rest. Um, and that seems like a really logical place for us to take a ten-minute bio break. I know I said short ones before, but we're taking ten minutes because puppy. Um, <laughs> the puppy's actually asleep, so I can oh, actually do five minutes. Yeah. Okay, well then yeah. we'll take a we'll take a quick bio break, um, and we'll be back here in a few minutes. Don't forget if you've got any questions for the cast about science, fish, mermaids, milking mermaids, mermaids. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, please feel free to ask your questions in the Twitch chat or on Periscope, and we will hear about them and try to answer them when we get back. So we'll be back in a few. All Sweet. right. Bye. <laughs> Whoops! I'm coming back from these breaks. I never know uh, if I'm going to be the first one back or not. Mm -hmm. How's it going, Cheryl? It's going. It's a nice cool. raw bagel you got there. Yeah, yeah, I'm a classy guy. What can I say? <laughs> raw bagel and beer. I'm just uh, mm -hmm. I'm carbo loading for my big day tomorrow. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you have something exciting planned? Um, some insect photography, you know, mm. it's, a, it's a, it's a marathon, not a sprint, you know, nice, nice. I actually, um, so earlier today I drove down to the Eastern shore of Maryland, uh, and picked up two new, two new species for me, uh, two new for my life list. Um, uh, and I got, um, so I got three specimens of, um, uh, species that I haven't collected before. And five of a um, oh no, no, I'm blanking on the genus name. Anyways, 
Two species that are new for me. What was the, um, the first genus? Eustachus, um, the brown stink bugs. Oh, stink bugs. Perfect. I wasn't sure. Because I knew, I knew you also had driven up north to get mm. spotted lanternfly, right? Yeah. That was actually last weekend. And my plan was to drive to Pennsylvania. Mm. For anybody that's watching, um, I uh, yeah. So spotted lanternfly is an invasive uh, fulgorid, um, I think, um, that uh, is what? is in Pennsylvania, um, but there's also a population in in Virginia and um, Dalton Ludwig. Um, yeah. he, uh, pointed out to me that, uh, there was a population in Winchester and he could tell me exactly where it was. Whereas the population of Pennsylvania, I didn't have like a specific location. So my plan was like drive around Pennsylvania until you find it, which is kind of a terrible plan. Um, and he was able to tell me like, go to, here's the GPS coordinates wow. right around there. You'll find some. So I went down there. Um, yeah. And I, I, so I was able to get some really great photographs, um, which is, was good because it's a, you know, being in Maryland and having this invasive species in Pennsylvania and Virginia, mm-hmm. we're right there in the middle. And so, it, you know, we're constantly trying to, like, put the word out. You know, people should be aware of this, you know, potentially harmful pest. Um, there's a lot of concern about it being uh, a pest in it feeds on uh, sap of woody plants. Um, so there's a lot of concern about it feeding on grapes and apples and things like that. Um, and actually, it um, I think it's going to be a really big problem in uh, for homeowners in ornamental and landscape plantings yeah. um, because it has this. Um, so a lot of people know like aphids produce this sugary poop called honeydew. Um, and so the spotted lanternfly also does this. They, they poop out. It's basically like maple syrup, right? It's concentrated tree sap. Um, and it falls on leaves and fruits and things like that. And then because it's sugar water, it rots. Mm-hmm. So you get this like mildew, which, um, can be a really big problem. And, uh, there are places in Pennsylvania where people are having, you know, spotted lanternflies feeding on the trees above their house. The trees aren't dying or anything like that, but the, the honeydew falls on like their porch and then it mildews and then it's like super, super slippery. Um, which, you know, is if you've got steps or something like that, you know, you can fall and you know hurt yourself. Yeah. Not, not typically a, a, a problem that people associate with insects, but yeah. That's wild. Yeah. I'm actually from Pennsylvania originally and it's just, <laughs> it's, it's interesting cause yeah, I've, I've, you know, when I lived there, we thought a lot about, um, a lot of invasive, uh, specifically insect species that, you know, a lot of them sort of land somewhere on the East Coast and they spread west from mm-hmm. there. And so, like, you know, we were there for when gypsy moths were a big thing and the hemlock willia delgid and stuff like that. So, yeah, I'm not there to see what the lanternfly is doing. But um, for people who may not be quite as familiar with them, um, it's called the spotted lanternfly. But is it a fly? Is it a moth? What is it? So it's actually uh, it's a true bug, um, and it's in a group of true bugs. So it's related to things like stink bugs and aphids and a lot of these, like, plant-feeding insects that we kind of think of as crop pests. Um, there are some predatory ones, but most of the ones that people are familiar with are, are feeding on plants. Um, and uh, so it has kind of a, a needle-like mouth part, almost like a mosquito, and it's sticking that into the woody stem and sucking the juice out of the plants. Um so it's not a fly, it's a bug, but it's it's called a lanternfly. It's just what that group of insects is called, it's the lanternflies. And it's really big. Um, 
if you haven't seen a picture of one, you should totally Google spotted lanternfly. Um, they're about about the length of my thumb, gray, um, and their 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 front wings, the wings that you see when they're at rest, are kind of gray and have black spots on them. Um, it's a very striking, interesting looking pattern. Uh, but their underwings are brighter red than Nancy's hair. They are scarlet. <laughs> uh, it is it is a beautiful color. And when they fly, I mean, you really can't mistake it for anything else. It's very, very noticeable. Um, so it's a really easy to recognize pest. And because it hasn't really been recorded in Maryland, except for like a few like incidental, uh, you know, there have been one specimen found. But so far, it hasn't been established in Maryland. So we're really trying to get the word out and get people, let people know, hey, be on the lookout for, for spotted lanternfly. Um, de- definitely look it up. Um, I, like I said, I took some pictures last weekend. I intend to get them up on my Instagram this week so that people will be able to, if you don't follow me on Instagram already, you should follow me and you'll be able to see some spotted lanternfly pictures. They're really cool looking. Yeah, I love your bug photography. Yeah, and and this is a, a fun fact I learned when I took entomology a few years ago. But yeah, you know that the lanternfly is not actually a fly because lanternfly is all one word. So mm-hmm. like butterfly and dragonfly, they're also not flies because it's all one word. So the the if the insect name has the word fly in it, that has to when you see it like written out, the fly has to be its own separate word as opposed to part of a bigger word in order for it to be a true fly. The other funny thing about lanternflies <laughs> is that, like, a lot of them have a funky nose. And so, like, the first, like, discoverer of them was like, hmm, I bet these things glow. And then called them lanternflies. And then later, they we found out they don't glow. Not a single one. So not only are they not flies, but they're not even lanterns. They don't, they don't have a lantern. I'm super confused about this story, though. What does the nose have to do with thinking they glowed? They thought they, like, they glowed. And that's why they're called lanternflies. That's so weird. (laughs) (laughs) I I also love that both of you are eating bagels on your snack break. Mm. I was eating peanut butter and jelly out of a baguette thing, to be fair. Oh, it's a baguette. Okay. I I don't have bagels in Ecuador. Oh, no. Really? So. There's like okay, so there we have one like Mr. Bagel, which is like acceptable in emergencies, but it has like nothing on East Coast bagels. Oh. It's better just to starve to death. Bagels. Yeah, yeah. Don't don't like, don't settle for lesser imitation bagels. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Moving to the Midwest, it's mm. it's surprising. There were a few people in my um in my research group for my master's degree who were from New York State, and all of the three of us would commiserate about bagels and pizza and all kinds of other things. Don't at me. <laughs> all of the Midwest. I, Nobody when, in the Midwest at me. <laughs> well, while we're insulting regionals, um, <laughs> so as a, as a Southerner who oh, now lives no. in Maryland, which is not part of the South, I have to suffer through... Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't, don't. I don't want to hear your Pennsylvania opinions about Maryland. Pennsylvania opinion is the Mason Dixon line. It's not an opinion. <laughs> you know who cares about the Mason Dixon line? People in Pennsylvania and people in Maryland. Nobody else cares about the Mason Dixon line. If you, all right, look, if you can't get good barbecue, if you don't have RC Cola, if you can't get sweet tea, if you don't have the Bojangles, it's not the South. <laughs> like, all of those stipulations for the South are food-based. Uh, Maryland, it's like they like they care about crabs more than they do barbecue. Therefore, they're they're their own thing. Oh. Crabs, but crabs. 
Speaking <laughs> speaking of barbecue, ahoy. I was going to say, speaking of crabs, <laughs> like, that's really where I thought you were going. <laughs> speaking, of, speaking of crabs, I am back. No, uh, that does not have the connotations that I want it to have. Um, although, although with those sorts of crabs, I have an amazing story that I should probably share at a later episode. Um, oh, what? I mean, we're all entomologists. We've all had people like give us random pubic lice, right? Um, yes. <laughs> or we talked about them. We talked about them being endangered in my entomology class, which I thought was super awesome. Are they though? We should say that until. Professor said. Well, until we, can snag, we can't talk about this until we can snag Gwen Pearson. Okay. She's the only person that's allowed to talk about this. I think. Okay, then we'll wait for Gwen Pearson. Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh God. That episode is going to be amazing. Um, no, so uh, what I was what I was gonna say. Um, speaking of barbecue, I am actually um, currently in the process of uh, uh, building a uh, flower pot smoker. Ooh, that's so fun. I uh, uh, I did all the soldering last night, and it you know no electrical fires yet. Um, I did not electrocute myself. Um, which, uh, uh, as Nancy knows, is a very real risk when I take on these sorts of projects. Have you electrocuted yourself before? Uh, no, but I apparently can't keep a Black Widow pet without a three-day hospital stay. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah. Joe takes 1d12 poison damage. Yeah. Oh, wait, is it poison damage, though? For a Black Widow? Venom damage? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's another debate. That's another debate we're going to have to show. We'll have that one, too. Yes, yeah. we will. Um, but, no, so uh, um, I'm building a barbecue, and um, don't tell my Twitter followers, by the way. I'm kind of teasing it, but um, you heard it here first. Uh, <laughs> but, um, yeah, so part of the, part of the process of... Um, building this thing is I have to drill through the um, pot to create ventilation and drilling through masonry takes for fucking ever. Oh mm. my God. Nice. <laughs> so that's the All entire right. story. Nature check. <laughs> okay. Um, so y'all are waking up or coming out of your trance or whatever on, yeah. um, what was that? Yawn. Um, so it is the morning of Hiram, the 23rd day of Mist Run. Yes, I did make up days of the week <laughs> and months. You're welcome. Um, it is, I also have weather. It is a, another breezy, clear, sort of mild morning. Um, so I guess no. for, for, for context, and again, because we're scientists, um, Arda sits kind of uh, so that this lower end is is toward the equator of this planet. So maybe not at the equator. It's not super tropical here, but we're we're kind of flirting with the equator. Um, so it is warm warm-ish here, um, even though it's spring. Um, and uh, for just for funsies, um, mist run is the equivalent of April <laughs> for all y'all playing along at home. Um, so yeah. It's a breezy, clear, warm-ish morning in, you know, the equivalent of April. Uh, <clears throat> in, okay, sorry. 
In three five, do I, do I have to like wake up and pray for my spells? Um, you don't. I I include that as part of your like rest time. So like, if you choose to prepare your spells in the morning, um, which is a fine time to do it, um, then basically uh, when you start the day, you have your spells. All right, cool. First thing, I go over to Lucanus's door and like knock on the door. Okay, Lucanus, you hear a. Oh. He opens the door. Ahoy there! <laughs> Ready for some magic fingers? Uh, well, it depends on what you and Kay are doing today. So are you guys planning on go on <laughs> investigating that fish thing? Um, I, I mean, you, did you think that that was worth investigating? I mean, it sounded like bad fish. I, did you... Um, I mean, it could help out, it could help out the guy who runs the bar, and if, uh, um, I'm guessing that he's probably not the only one who has supplier issues, and, um, it could help us get the townspeople on our side. Oops. Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, that makes sense. I mean, if you're, if you're not, if you're feeling okay, I mean, I just, I thought your shoulder was all messed up, so... <laughs> He um, he still he still had Lucanus still has an obvious bruise, so let's uh, let's talk with Kay and figure out what she wants to do. Okay, yeah, sure, yeah. I I was just I was just thinking about your shoulder, man. I no, just... no, I I appreciate it. I appreciate it. But um, if you guys if you guys want to look into this um, fish thing, then uh, if you guys run into, run into trouble, some healing spells <laughs> could um, potentially be. Of some use. I mean, how big are these fish? <laughs> but, I mean, you know way more about fish than I do, so. Um, I, I think it's safe to say that Lucanus does not know, like, how big fish normally are, so he just sort of shrugs and, um, you know, it's not the size of the fish, it's the size of the problem they're causing. Ooh. Ooh, that's that was profound. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I yeah, I guess you're right. Uh, we should check in with Kay and and um and Fletcher and and maybe the maybe Casper maybe Casper will show up today. Um, Again, um, I feel I feel like this is something that he'd probably information about the. Um, sort of local land and local culture, that's something that he's going to want to uh, pay for. That's a good point. You, <laughs> <laughs> you, you've got this whole uh, uh, getting paid thing down pat. Yep, well, you know, I've, I've got my weapons, I've got my friends, now it's time for money. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did did you just say we're friends? Uh, uh, Lucanus just sort of looks <laughs> looks aside and sort of blushes because Cedric <laughs> <Aww. laughs> kind of like looks at the, at the floor and kind of kicks kicks at the floor. And like, I'm, I'm I mean, that's Lucanus so hard. <laughs> that works. That works for me. That that arrangement sounds good to me. Awkward male bonding. <laughs> <laughs> Next episode is men express their feelings. 
And I am going to do it through a very tone deaf song. Oh. <laughs> oh, we're not friends anymore. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's over. Yeah, the moment's passed. Yeah. I, I love this. Lieutenant, we're friends. Okay, I, I barely even know them. <laughs> not exactly how I would have expected that to pan out, knowing the characters, but. <laughs> People are complicated. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, uh, so. You feel in the mood for some breakfast? Maybe he has something that's not fish. <laughs> uh, sure. Do you think he has any more of that vegetable? Did you like the vegetable? I liked the vegetable. Did you like the vegetable? Uh, vegetables are um, a normal part of my diet, but, uh, you know, uh, maybe, maybe sometime I could take you out and show you how to kill one. That sounds. I'd like that. I'd like that a lot. That sounds. That sounds really fun. This is the weirdest session we've had so far. This is great. I love it. I love it so much. If, if it only took us. Three and a half episodes to get to like this kind of quality role playing. Like, that's great. We're, we're on the road. Yeah, great things, great things. <laughs> to find vegetables. All right, so we're gonna turn around and walk, walk like awkwardly away down the stairs, like leading the way down the stairs. I was just like imagining like Cedric being like, "Ooh, these vegetables are good," and like Lupin is just like awkwardly like pushing them around on his plate. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, I guess. Uh, I'm, I'm, I'm more, I'm more imagining Lucanus as like an elven garbage disposal because, like, given what he does and like the whole rage thing and like his proficiency in killing, he uh, needs like a lot of food and a lot of calories, and you know he's he's going to Chowtown at every op- at every possible opportunity. I love that. That is the most academic description of just like of a barbarian I've ever heard. Yeah, <laughs> he needs a lot of calories to keep up with his killing stuff. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um. So you guys head down for breakfast, and Leon is he's just always behind the bar, man. Yeah. What do they? What do they? What do they eat for breakfast in Arda? Like the American diet, we tend to eat like a lot of pork for breakfast, like bacon and sausage and there's also eggs and well why don't you ask him i think we're about to find out oh good morning, yes, Leon. oh good morning how, how oh, are you i slept very well how about yourself doing all right uh business is business mm-hmm. do you have anything for us for breakfast that is not fish related <laughs> Absolutely yes. Uh, so I uh, I have two different things for breakfast. Uh, you can either have um, the Tenebrian full breakfast, so it's uh, baked beans and sausage and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera, tomatoes and whatnot. Um, so the full English breakfast, um, but Tenebrian. And uh, uh, or uh, you can have uh, my personal favorite um, from my home country. Uh, so I could make you Kaiserschmarrn. What's, What's Kaiserschmarr? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's uh, sort of um, a, a, a batter that goes in a pan with uh, rum-soaked raisins and a few other things, um, and it sort of bakes in the pan but then gets chopped up into pieces, and there's powdered sugar on top and uh, uh, a sugar syrup. It's 
quite good, um, but it's more of a, a, a bread to breakfast than a meat and things breakfast. Meat and meat breakfast. <laughs> and tomatoes and beans and whatever else goes in a full English. There are many things in a full English. <laughs> both of those sound good. I will have both of them. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> Rum for breakfast? Absolutely. <laughs> Lucanus has the uh, uh, Tenebrian breakfast. Marvelous. Um, yeah, so Kaiser Schmarrn is uh, a real thing. Um, it's uh, it, the uh, translates to King's Scraps, and it's a, a German-Austrian-y thing. Um, so yeah, it's a pancake, but then you sort of like chop it up into bits in the pan. So it's kind of like making scrambled eggs, but with a pancake. Um, but yeah, and the, there's rum-soaked raisins or nuts and powdered sugar and all kinds of things. Ooh, I'm going to have to try that in my real life. It's so yeah. good! <clears throat> Cedric really likes it. Yeah. Thanks, high school German teacher. <laughs> um, <laughs> all right, you um, thought you were just gonna learn science. <laughs> nope, this is a this is a show about everything. Yeah. Um, all right, so you guys are enjoying your breakfast. Uh, Kay, you wake up in your house as normal. I put her downstairs and see well, if there's anything. Um, as as you're sort of moving around your your room, this is not a super uncommon occurrence. You've had this happen before, um, but there's a bit of parchment. Um, stuck to like the wall next to your bed with a bit of, you know, like Tanglefoot bag type goo. Um, in Azzy's handwriting, it just says, um, don't go anywhere. Uh, I just... She goes downstairs and eats breakfast anyway. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anywhere is out of my room. I mean, surely he wouldn't want me to start the day without breakfast. Breakfast <laughs> is clearly downstairs, so maybe that will give me some time to think about this conundrum. <laughs> <laughs> she goes downstairs and eats breakfast. Is there a breakfast out, or does she have to make her own? Uh, yeah, there's breakfast out. Um, your mom has, there's usually some sort of baked good, like uh, scones or, you know, biscuits. Okay, something like three. that with, with some jam and them. butter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> all right she like slowly eats breakfast and hopes that she gets more of a sign okay <laughs> <So>. <laughs> she's like well nothing's happened yet like what am i supposed to do just like stay in here all day like i did, I did have plans Aren't you a teenage girl? You're just going to follow some note <laughs> written on the wall. She, she, like, opens the door and see if there's anyone outside. And is like... <laughs> so... <laughs> so, my question is, how did this boy get up to her room past her parents? Because knowing me as a teenager... Wouldn't you yeah. like to know? This is some Clarissa explains it all kind of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Kay goes back up to her room to examine the parchment more to see if it says anything else it says don't go anywhere I mean don't go anywhere like I mean yesterday I, I left the city walls so like that's clearly going more somewhere than like around the corner right I mean maybe this could have been more specific she goes back downstairs and then like opens the door and does the like again. Is there anyone there? I mean, there's people passing by on the street like normal. She just like casually steps out of the house and wanders towards the bar. Okay. 
So Lucanus is up in his room doing his various exercises that he does to keep in his fighting barbarian shape, you know, push-ups and burpees and yoga. Elvin CrossFit. Oh, no. (laughs) Our dwarf has become drunk and unfocused. There we go. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, isn't that kind of what Cedric normally does, just drunk and unfocused? So Cedric is still pounding through this very large breakfast he ordered when Kay comes in the marked bird. Yeah, he's like he's like three quarters of the way through it, and he's just kind of like slowly eating the rest of it because he doesn't really have any plans for the day. So we just kind of like, well, I guess this is kind of my morning. He's just kind of eating this. And, yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So Kay. Kay. Hey. Hi. Wow. That was that was excited. Hello. Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Yeah, I've just been sitting here drinking tea. Do they drink tea? Sure. Yeah. I've had several cups of tea. Awesome. Oh God. Okay, like just awkwardly sits across from him, I guess. Caffeinated Cedric. Have you had this? Have you had this? Um, uh, this uh, like this uh, bread scramble thing with rum? Yeah, Robin? I have had it. It's pretty good, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, great. it's good. Yeah, it's super like good. Pancakes, though, with like more meat to them, but without. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I've never had a pancake before, but yeah. <laughs> Morganis is upstairs. Um, <laughs> and I. A long list of things Cedric hasn't had. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, Lucanus is upstairs. Fletcher, I guess, is still asleep. Um, Have we even no. seen Fletcher? I haven't seen him since uh, he went upstairs with the plants. I yeah. guess well, he seems really super, good. super into those plants, though. So I guess I'm just going to assume he stayed up super late looking at plants and then was like, decided to sleep in. I don't know. I've been down here since dawn and nobody's come down. So, I mean, I guess he could have like teleported out the window or something like that. But I haven't seen him. How's All it going? Right. How are you? Good. Um, <coughs> so I, I asked my mom about... Uh, about the, uh, the the fish, and she has, oh, yeah, she has yeah, and she has noticed like a decline. And she said at first it wasn't like, you know, she had a couple complaints, and then and then like they we got more complaints, and then she said the last batch of fish that she got, she kind of like noticed that they weren't awesome. And so like we're kind of in a conundrum, right? Because like we obviously need to sell fish, but we obviously can't sell bad fish, so. That that that's a thing. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah, and so um, she gave me the name of the supplier, and she said that she's tried to ask them like about the quality of the fish and where they're getting it from, and they just keep giving her a string of excuses, basically. Mm, so yeah, and so she was. I, I kind of haphazardly mentioned that Leon was almost murdered over the bad fish, <laughs> and that you guys like came to his rescue so oh thanks. yeah i mean we you know we were here so yeah of course we had to do yeah. something um, yeah. and so she has like humbly requested that since you seem very intimidating to maybe like intimidate answers out of them <laughs> i mean i'm not intimidating but you know like i'd be glad to go along you know to do whatever i can but you know lucanus is upstairs the... i'm not particularly intimidating either so <laughs> <laughs> we should take lucanus he's super intimidating right Great, i mean he's we huge should. yeah um where is he uh, he's upstairs. He's upstairs. He's uh, doing, uh, I don't know, barbarian stuff. Oh, okay. <laughs> Elf, I don't know. Barbarian stuff. He, he, he said he was going to go, like, exercise. I don't know. There have been, like, thumps coming from upstairs. I, I assume he's jumping around. 
Should, should we go get him, I guess, and see if sure. he wants to be intimidating for us? Yeah. Um, Are you interested in helping with the fish thing? Sure. Yeah, I mean, I don't have anything else to do. Kind of just kind of waiting for Fletcher to show up or uh, I guess Casper to show back. I don't know. I, I don't really have any plans. I don't know. I kind of figured there'd be more direction once I got here. Um, so, yeah, yeah, I'd be super into the fish. Do you want just like a big flashing arrow in the sky to tell you what direction to go? I mean, if you're just going to, I mean, you don't need to make fun of my god or anything. <laughs> <laughs> they don't really do that anymore. I don't know if you've noticed, but they're no, kind of gone. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure your god is giving you gentle nudity. I'm just teasing. <laughs> I'm just teasing. Yeah, no, I didn't expect that. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I've just been feeling a little bit, yeah, whatever. We don't have to talk about it. We don't have to talk about it. Let's go get Lucanus. Okay, let's go get Lucanus. <laughs> I guess we... <laughs> you go get Lucanus. I have to pee. I don't actually know where he is. <laughs> oh, he's in the... Uh, go up. He's in the second door on the right. The first All door right. is Fletcher's room. You can knock on that, too. See if he's there. First door, <laughs> second door. First door, second door. On the right. Okay. Mine's on the left, so don't. I just don't be in that one. All right. All right. I'll meet you back down here. I'm going to go pee. All right. All right. <laughs> I like... Do, was Leon like watching this? Yes. <laughs> he just like looks at Leon and like, and, like goes upstairs. Yeah, he's a hell of a drug. These fucking foreigners, right? <laughs> what was that? These foreigners, right? <laughs> These gringos. <laughs> <laughs> so she like I mean, runs in, in New Seychester. We're all foreigners, yes. Right. I suppose that's true. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Kay goes upstairs and knocks, I guess, first on Fletcher's door, to I'm assuming no response. Um, He pokes his head out and says, what's up? Uh, Did you want to, like, do anything today? Are we doing something? Uh, well, we're investigating, I think, why fish, why the fish are bad and why Leon almost got killed over them. And we need some people who are intimidating. That, mm, that's not me. Um, I'll be in here if you need me, though. All right. Cool. Yeah. Helpful. <laughs> I mean, he's not intimidating. <laughs> Can't argue with that. It's canon now, Ryan. Your character is not intimidating. <laughs> has four hit points. <laughs> he shoots magic light out of his fingertips. That he has does. to count for something. He does. I, I, I may have taken a little liberty with that, but I have a feeling that Fletcher would not describe himself as intimidating. <laughs> Kay, like, then goes over to Lucanus' room and knocks on the door. Hi! Hi! Everybody's so peppy this morning, Kay. <laughs> I know. Kay's like, I'm not supposed to leave my house. I'm, like, feeling weird about everything. Why is everyone so happy? <laughs> so... Uh, are you interested in figuring out why the large fish in the small pond are bad? Oh, definitely. Let's go do All it. Right. All right, good. That's convenient because we need someone intimidating. And, well, uh, you're the intimidating one. I hope you're not offended. Yep, absolutely. So he uh, uh, gathers his weapons, emphasizing, like, the great sword and the axe and the crossbow <laughs> and, like, puts his hood on and <laughs> let's go. And he has his armor on, too, by the way, under the cloak. Solid. Solid. 
All right. Well, let's go downstairs and meet Cedric, and like you know, maybe we could fill you in and get a plan. Of course. I tried convincing Fletcher he she he should go. He like stuck his head out and was like, "I'm not intimidating, but I'm not sure if we might want him anyway." I mean, he's studying his plants, and this is sort of a talk to people sort of thing. So. All right. Sure. <clears throat> All right. Well, let's go find Cedric then. I mean, he had four cups of tea and is peeing, so maybe he's done by now. <laughs> I mean, how big can a dwarven bladder be? <laughs> I don't know. If it's anything like his mouth, it might be huge. Yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> <laughs> Kay, like, trudges down the stairs, distinctly as unpeppy as everybody else is peppy. Cedric is standing by the front door, waving really, like, furiously. Like... <laughs> Wasn't expecting Kay to be the unpeppy one in the group. <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's been a weird morning, okay? Let's cut her some slack. <laughs> How often do you get a piece of parchment that's been stuck on your wall with bubble gum saying, don't go anywhere, huh? Well, I mean, you've had you've had notes from Azzy stuck to your wall before, but yeah. Not telling you to not go anywhere? Uh, probably not, no. Well, yeah, there we go. All right. <laughs> I've never had a note from Azzy on my wall, so. <laughs> Just wait. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so Kay, like, slides into <laughs> one of the tables and assumes that Lucanus and and Cedric are also going to sit down so they can form a plan. Yeah. Okay. But who knows? They're so peppy that they might just continue standing there. <laughs> uh, yeah, Cedric walks over and is like, oh, yeah, I just thought we were going to go. Um, you don't even know where we're going. I don't know where I'm going. That's the whole point. That's why we're sitting here. Wait. You don't know where we're going? Yeah, see, that's what's the complicated thing. My mom, she got the fish from, like, fiddlesticks and whatever their names were. <laughs> fiddlesticks. Fiddlesticks and fish chips. Strong <laughs> line, twist for... hook. <laughs> Sorry, what were their names? <laughs> I don't know. I wrote it down, but names. Cedric doesn't know. <laughs> I don't remember what their names were. I didn't write them down because they were uh -oh. too ridiculous. Uh, All right. Um, give me a straight intelligence check then. Oh damn it! <laughs> hey, the first roll of the night. Lucanus <laughs> forget someone's name and like we just fill it in. Yeah, you're you're a teenager. This is so typical. <laughs> uh, all right. I'm supposed to make notes. A nine plus three, eleven. Okay. Yeah, you remember wow. she said strong line and twist hook. Fiddler. Strong line and twist hook fiddler. Fiddler. Fiddler? Yes. <laughs> Maybe this is why I couldn't remember it. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to D&D, where all of the names are confusing, and the more the PCs make fun of the NPCs' names, the angrier the DM gets. <laughs> See Matt Mercer for reference. Yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> We get three more jokes before she does a TPK. Yep. We have to roll up new characters. <laughs> All right. Anyway, then. But the problem is my mom doesn't actually know where they are because apparently they just, like, show up at the doorstep and are like, buy this random fish. And then she does. So um, we need to maybe ask around to see where they might be. Although I'm guessing because they're fishermen, the docks might be the best place to start. That makes sense. Uh, Leon. Yes. Have you seen Artemis? Uh, did she get back last night? 
Uh, I she was in here for a little while, but I haven't seen her since. <clears throat> like a little while, like after we saw her when, because we passed her on the way in when we came in last night. Oh yes, she she left just before you got here. Yes, uh, I have not seen her since then. No, but she did not stay here. Uh, the 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 night after I met all of you, she did not stay here. Oh. Uh, should we be worried about her? Lucanus and I saw her, like, following this, this, uh, this gentleman. Sorry, I got distracted. We're talking about fish, but, you know, I feel like we should be also worried about Artemis. I mean, I don't know, we're, it is, we're kind of friends with her. <clears throat> Didn't she, like, I don't know. She's weird. I'm sure she's fine. She seems okay. like she can take care of herself. That is true. <clears throat> So we don't really know where to go with these fish, but the docks. Yeah, maybe we should start there. Although, maybe, well, I guess. Leon, mm. have you heard of these people? Have I heard of who people? <sighs> I forgot their names again already. <laughs> um, I believe you said their names were Strongline <laughs> and... Strongline and Twistuck. Little Sticks. Fliddler. Like I said, Fliddler. fish, chips, and fiddlesticks. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> Hey, them! <laughs> um, I, the, um, hmm, those are complicated names. Uh, Agreed! Uh, those are not ones I've heard before, but uh, there are a lot of people here. Alright, well, figured it'd be a shot. Alright, to the docks! Let's go! I mean, do you guys guess- want, do you guys want me to come? Because I'm kind of you know, my cover is kind of blown for the moment. That's a really good point. Yes, isn't that what we talked about the other day? Uh, yeah. Yeah, you should stay here. We will come back if we need uh, somebody intimidating. Yeah, enjoy a second breakfast and, like, maybe don't go outside. That advice seems weird, eerily odd, yeah. but that's okay. I mean, I mean, could you, like, disguise yourself somehow? You have a cloak on. Can you, like... What, like, cut his legs off at the shins and cut his ears mm-hmm. off? I mean, he's freakishly tall, but, like, all of you people are freakishly tall, right? So he'll probably blend in a little bit. I'm also kind of elven, so... <clears throat> Don't you have a hood or a hat? I'm already wearing... I'm already wearing a robe. And, like, all you guys see is, like, a robe with, like, a sort of, like, dark face. Like You've got a hood on. I'm gonna stand out no matter what. All right, Cedric. Let's just leave him here, and hopefully nothing bad happens while we're gone. Stay here. Rest up. Don't get any fights. <laughs> we'll come get you if we need you. Exact. That's exactly what I was thinking. Splitting the party. <laughs> well, okay, and then there were two. <laughs> While Kay and Cedric are gone, a tribe of goblins overruns the bar and <laughs> fight them off single-handedly. <laughs> I could Just probably kidding. do it. You probably could. Um, <laughs> Leon's there. He's got a goblins, broken good. glass or something like that. Mm-hmm. He can help. Okay. So, Kay and Cedric, where are you going? The docks, I suppose, to ask the random docks, people at the docks. Okay. So, you make your way to the docks. Um, and I need each of you to give me a gather information check. 
Oh, it is. Would you look at that? Mm-hmm. Huh. I got a 16. I got a 10. Okay. Yeah. Um, so Cedric is very overwhelmed by all of the freakishly tall people and is having a hard time catching people's attention. Um, <laughs> so that he can talk to them. Because, again, it's another busy morning on the docks. Um, but Kay... You are able to, after um, a bunch of questions of, you know, a bunch of random people on the dock, you know, some you know, some you don't, um, you manage to figure out that um, uh, Strongline and Twist Hook spend a lot of time at the Lux Rum Tavern, um, which... Oh, competitors! <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there's definitely more than one tavern in a city. Um <laughs> So yeah, they spend a lot of time at the Lux Rum Tavern, which is uh, in the slums area. Okay, perfect. Um, I need to get a pen. Hold on. Okay. Sorry. That was... I, I do have a screwdriver, though. So. <laughs> <laughs> you just carve it into your floor. Oh. <laughs> is that that's rum like the drink? Okay. Uh, yeah, or I mean, like... Lux Rum. So it's the, a pun. The Lux Rum. Light rum. Um, and that's number one on your uh, on uh, map. your map. Okay, so I actually like know of it. That's convenient. I mean, like it, with your gather information check, you found out enough to know like where it is okay. and what it is. Okay. I feel like there are multiple opportunities for mishearing you. Is this L U X or L U C K apostrophe S? Luck is in like the thing you hope you have when you roll your dice. Mm-hmm. So L U C K apostrophe S space R U M. R U M like the drink. Okay. Lux rum. Mm. See, I thought it was a play on light rum. <laughs> yeah, I did too. I thought it was Lux like L U X and also like luxury. Mm. Good. Sorry, we won't make fun of your bars in addition to. That's your okay. Character. I mean, the last time or maybe two times ago, you said you liked all of the punny names of the businesses. I do. So yeah. <laughs> Well, we've already we're we've already established that we're staying in the Twitter bar. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay. So, Kay finds Cedric. Hey, did you find out anything? Huh? Um. No. Uh. Nope. No luck. Uh. Just. I mean, I've just been kind of following you. I was I supposed to be asking questions? I thought I was just kind of. I'm just. I'm just kind of. I. I figured I was just kind of watching your back here. Awesome. So glad that you're useful. How could you watch my back? My back is taller than your eyesight. I can look up. <laughs> that 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 far? Yeah. All right. Anyway, um, so apparently, Strongline and Tagline are at Lux Rum, which is a little bar up on the corner. So um, maybe we should go there. But it's kind of in like the sketch part <laughs> of town. So I'm not sure if we might want something intimidating for the sketch part of town or where maybe we, we should just go ourselves. What do you think? I think we're fine. Oh, okay. How bad could it be? Uh, well, I guess that's the part I don't know. I don't know how bad it could be to make an, a, you know, a good judgment call. But, uh, well, I mean, what's... what's What's the worst that could happen? (laughs) That's a good question. Um, Well, I'm sure whatever happens, it will, it will be an experience worth living. 
unless we die, but sure, okay. Is it that bad? I don't know. It's by like the sketch town of part of town. It's like where all the ruffians are and like dangerous <coughs> people that I'm not supposed to go see. You're the local here. I just got here like two days ago. Yeah, and the local doesn't go there. What does that tell you? I guess we shouldn't go there. <laughs> so should we go get Lucanus and go there, or should we, or or do we want to like we know what we're going into now and are just going to make that bad decision? Let's just well, you go. still got blood on your shirt, so you you we look like we fit right in. Is it? You know, I tried really hard to get it out, but it just kind of turned like a more brownish color. Just you tell know? everyone it's a wine stain; they'll believe you. I don't want people to think that I'm a drunkard. <laughs> You're a dwarf. <laughs> hey. I thought you were gonna say I didn't want people to think that I drink wine because I'm a dwarf and drink beer, but you know, whatever. I mean, Sorry. it's either a giant blood stain or a giant wine stain. It just It's not respectable for a dwarf, you know, to walk around in stained clothing. It makes one look unpresentable. Like, Perfect. We're trying to look unpresentable to go to the sketch part of town. Ah, disguise. That's very clever. Yeah. All right. Let's go. All right. <laughs> We're going to go. I'm going to also, like, mess up my, like, perfectly combed beard. Oh, you oh. maybe. Mm-hmm. Maybe now, I'll just like hang on with you, and I could be your like <laughs> winch or something. <coughs> Ooh, a clever ruse! I like it. <laughs> All right. Okay, so you've got a messed up beard, uh, and you're something. Sorry. Sorry. Um, so that Joe's got, fault? <laughs> so you've got a, 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 your beard is a bit must and you've got this stained and ragged shirt. Um, and Kay, you're still wearing like a blouse and your, your palazzo pants? Yep. We look like narcs. <laughs> yeah, I have to be presentable. I'm his lady friend. Okay. Okay. <gasps> They're um, friends? Are you like, are, are, are you... Are you like trying to disguise yourselves or are you trying to seem like people you're not or are you just sort of going? Uh, I mean, I feel like we're trying, but not trying. Like, like C minus trying. Yeah, know? like we don't know what we're doing. Trying. We don't know what we're doing and we're like, maybe if we mess up his beard a little bit, like, you'll. Okay, so you're not you're not putting in so much effort that I need to make you make a bluff check is what you're telling no. me. No. Nah. Just assume that we failed our bluff check. We didn't study for that test, so we mm-hmm. definitely failed. Neat. Um yeah. yeah, so from <laughs> so from the docks, uh yeah, you guys head over into the slummish area. Um and following the bit of uh directions that you were able to sort of glean from your conversations, Kay, um, you realize that um you're sort of you're heading sort of next door-ish to the place where you guys were before, where Carissa was and is no longer. <clears throat> um, and you... Uh... <laughs> Good thing we didn't bring the tall, oh, intimidating guy. This is so, so rewarding. <laughs> um, 
So you would almost walk past this building without noticing it, except that it does take up the space between the buildings on either side. Um, (laughs) The exterior is of dark wood that, even though this settlement city is not yet 20 years old, still somehow manages to look aged, weather-beaten, and as if it's been standing there since the beginning of time. It is um, several floors high, yet looks squat against the rest of the street. The windows are all opaque parchment that's just enough to allow some sunlight in or a glimpse of firelight out. Uh, The narrow alleyways between this and the adjacent buildings smell rather strongly of stale alcohol, urine, vomit, and all the various vices of civilization. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, He just looks at Cedric just like... (laughs) (laughs) i was like trying to look cool like i have known i have known people who smelled like this Uh, a cracked wooden sign painted simply in black denotes this to be the lux rum tavern looks like there's lux run out (laughs) good one Let's go inside. Yeah, Kay runs behind Cedric and indicates that maybe he should be the one to open the door. Uh, Yeah, Cedric takes your cue and, like, kicks the door open. (laughs) Kay immediately regrets her decision. (laughs) (laughs) Like, trying to be all tough. Steps inside. As you kick open and then step through the door of the Lux Rum, your senses are assaulted. Your lungs clench at the cloud of smoke emanating from cigars, pipes, and what might be called the kitchen, and your nostrils flare at the scent of stale liquor, five different kinds of tobacco, and what might be called the kitchen. Uh, (laughs) You squint your eyes to help them adjust to the dank atmosphere and dim light of the interior. To your right, there is a haphazardly built brick fireplace against the wall, also contributing smoke to the haze. Several wooden tables of questionable stability occupy the main floor. This place is definitely not fancy enough for booths. A random assortment of mismatched chairs and stools stand around the tables. As you take a step, you feel a slight resistance as your foot peels away from the sticky floorboards, presumably soaked with alcohol. At the back of the room, a very hairy man stands behind the bar, uh, lazily wiping a glass with a stained cloth. A door swinging on one hinge behind the bartender presumably leads to what might be called the kitchen. A large board hangs on the wall to the left of the bar, and small scraps of parchment seem to be affixed to it with all manner of nails, pins, and even a small dagger. Kay, like, nudges Cedric and just looks (laughs) at him and is like, Oh, you're looking up. You have to look down. Well, yeah. <laughs> looking down at him, like... What are you, what are you indicating to her? Since I can't see directions. Tell him about the guys. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Cedric walks up to the bar and, like, puts his elbows up on the bar. Okay. Um, so as you, uh, you cross the room and put your elbows up on the bar and you realize the very hairy man that you saw wiping a glass is actually... He's, he's a cat. This is... It's a cat. Um, <laughs> with, so, like, ears? Huh? With, like, ears? Yes, like, with ears. And, um, like, a tail? Yes. Um, so you see a, a cat, but on two legs. So he's standing like a, 
a person, a dwarf, a man. Um, his fur is patterned with dark gray stripes on a light gray field, um, but it looks kind of greasy and dirty. It's not, you know, fluffy like, you know, a normal healthy cat's fur. Um, <clears throat> his right eye is yellow-brown, and it's now looking at you, um, while his left is covered with a patch, and there's a scar running from above his left eyebrow to the middle of his left cheek. Uh, he wears several piercings in both of his cat-like ears, and his left upper canine tooth appears to have been broken off at some point, because it's not as long or as sharp as his other canine. Um, <clears throat> so he sort of looks down at you with his one good eye and says, uh, Morning, can I help you? Uh, yeah, um, can I get a glass of your finest? Uh, what would you like? We've got ale, we've got wine, and we've got two house specialty drinks. Um, what are the specialty drinks? Oh, well, you're a dwarf, ain't you? So, uh, we've got hammer beer. Uh, yeah, I'll take one of those and uh, a glass of wine for the missus. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh... All right, well, uh, hammer beer is uh, seven copper, and uh, the wine is two silver. Uh, okay, uh, I fish around in my, uh, in my bag, which, oh, which is one of those, like, in the shirt bags. And as you do that, he kind of, like, raises his eyebrow. <laughs> <laughs> a good eyebrow. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, and I pull out three silver pieces. I put them on the bar, and I say, um, I'm looking for a friend of mine, um, uh, last name of Flitler. He's a fisherman around here. You know him? I might. I'm just trying to have a, just trying to meet up with him. I haven't seen him in a while. Do you know where he is about this time of day? I might. And he sort of puts one big clawed cat hand on the bar and slides the three silver across and pockets them. Uh. Oh. Um. Here. Um. <laughs> pulls out another silver piece and puts it on the bar. Kay is, like, dying on the inside. and gets uh, two more silver pieces and puts them on the bar. <laughs> um, How much would that information cost? Oh! Uh, yeah. How much would that information cost? Well, uh... How many fliddlers are you looking for? Uh, just the one. Ah, well, if you're looking for one... Uh, you know, they normally come in pairs, and I think, uh, the gold to help you find them might also come in pairs. Oh, uh, okay. He, he's gonna take the two silver pieces back off of the bar. <laughs> <laughs> Put change in. And then, um, uh, uh, oh, oh, nope. Uh, hold on. Uh, oh, okay. Here, put some both on the bar. There you go. 
No problem at all. Here you go. Um, Pleasure doing yourself? business with you. And <laughs> at, in the meantime, he has put um, the two drinks up on the bar. So there's a, a glass of wine and also uh, a tankard of what you presume to be the hammer beer. I, I, I like I like grab the glass of wine and I like I like push it over to Kay and I go here you go honey thanks sweetie and then I take the take the hammer beer Kay like sniffs it <laughs> so um about those flutters oh they're uh, at the end of the bar. <laughs> 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 slowly turn and look at the end of the bar. <laughs> you, you look at the end of the bar, and there's a pair of gnomes sitting there eating like what looks like gruel out of bowls with some drinks in front of them. Their legs just swinging from the bar stools. So the fellow do, short do they people. Look like they've noticed there's this a lot of common with them apparently. <laughs> Wait, what, what was the question? Do they look like they've noticed this? Well, no, this conversation is happening pretty far down the bar from them. But. Okay, all right, so they're completely... And there are other people in here, too, but, yeah. I, uh, I, like, tap the side of my nose knowingly and give the give the bartender, up like, kind of a point, like, yeah, all right, all right, all right, cool, cool, cool. We're, Pleasure we're doing here. business with you. And if you need any more assistance, uh, like, reading the bounty board, I can read it for you if you need any help. No, it's okay. I can read. Thanks. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm gonna take my drink and and I, I'm gonna like turn around and like like points very not surreptitiously at them and you, like kind of give give K the like eyes. The like, bounty <laughs> board. I'm sitting right here. I heard the same thing. Oh, all right. Well, I just wanted to make sure. Okay. Okay. Uh. So you asked them to do business, right? Say you want to buy some fish or something and then ask them where they get it from. Okay, yeah, sure, 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 sure. Yeah. That sounds okay. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay. Cool. All right. Uh, we're down at the end of the bar. And I say, um, howdy, gentlemen. And they sort of look up from their bowls and, oh, Hello. Hi, um, I, my name is Cedric, um, and uh, I'm looking to buy some fish, and I heard you guys are the guys to talk to about some fish. Uh, yeah, we, we sell fish. That's great. I want to buy some fish. Lots of fish. All right, uh, how many would you like, and when do you need them? Uh, soon, uh, and um, a lot. Um, uh, does it come in, uh, what, you know, I'm not from around here. Does fish come in barrels around here? Where I'm from, they don't come in barrels, but I just thought maybe they would come in barrels around here. Does that sound right? Kay is, like, literally hoping that she can melt into the floor. (laughs) Boy, you are so lucky. (laughs) I just rolled a one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> they can't believe it's that stupid either. No, they, they, the, that was a sense motive for them. So. <laughs> uh, yeah, we sell it in barrels. Uh, <laughs> um, oh my god! 
What do you charge for a barrel? <clears throat> well, it depends on what kind of fish you want, but uh, several gold pieces. Uh, all right. Uh, which kind of fishes do you have? Oh, shoot. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> crap. <laughs> Here's where she has to think of fish names, really. <laughs> I'm going to write these down. I want to know everything. I want to know the... <laughs> For the, the lesser black yeah, 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 sail yeah, yeah. fish, I want to know its uh -huh. reproductive habits, uh -huh. its season. <laughs> we already know that one of the fish is carp. Which is quite good if smoked. Mm. Uh, we've got salmon, we've got flounder, and some other fishes. We, uh, you know, we, we particularly like the fish... Uh, that that we were served once in uh, the the well at least I was served once in the in the marked bird. Do you know what kind of fish that was? This here's my my wife. She does a lot of the business <laughs> of our business arrangement. Uh, buying fish. So yeah, the marked bird. She was talking about the fish that she had recently in the marked bird. <clears throat> what kind of fish is that? They buy it from um, uh, the what was the name of the company? Those people. The general store. The, the general store, yes. Oh, you mean you mean the prowls? Yeah, yeah, we sell to them. Mm -hmm. We've sold kind of all fish? kinds of fish to them, though. I don't know what you you know what you mean. What's in season right now? What's the season? Right now, it's um this run. We we catch fish, and then we sell them. Hmm. I just aren't there aren't there some fish that are around in season and other fish that are around in other seasons? I mean, we just sell what we catch. Hmm. Where do you guys do the fishing? Oh, we fish in the Cochreal River. Cool. No, so it's all freshwater fish. Hmm. Oh. Okay, who suddenly knows something about fresh and salt. <laughs> That's why they don't taste like salt. <laughs> sure. Uh, Kay, you do know that the Cochreal River is the big river that its mouth empties just north of where New Sagester is. So okay. um, New Sagester is on that sort of like spit of land, and then there's this like like river mouth, and there's the little bay, like, in New Sagester, but, yeah. Uh, all right. Um, good. Uh, how's the fishing been recently? Huh. Um, make a... A diplomacy check. Uh, 13. Hmm. When they sort of look at each other and look back at you and, oh, to be honest, it hasn't been as good as it used to be. We haven't been catching nearly as many fish as normal, and the ones we have been catching, well, Lady Prowl's been complaining about them, and other people, too. Uh, I mean, we sell them anyway, because, you know, a man's gotta eat, right? Yeah, yeah, I eat all the time. 
<laughs> He's literally from under a rock. <laughs> literally. Uh, yeah. Um, well, uh, so, so are you selling everything to the, um, what did you say their name was? Prowls? Mm, right now? I mean... Mostly to them, but you know, we sold other people too. We sold a, you know, some of the ships to for them to stock up before they, you know, go out to sea. And we sell to some of the, you know, uh, noble houses here in town. We just sell to whoever's buying. Um. Well, if I wanted to buy some of your fish, do you have any fish with you now? Not here in the bar. <laughs> well, um, wait. If I wanted to buy some of your fish, where should I meet you? Uh, well, I mean, you could buy them from the prowls, or if you wanted to buy them from us, you could meet us back here, I guess. We haven't gone it's... out for the day yet. Yeah, I mean, it's better to buy it from you guys directly, because then the price should be lower than buying it from the general store, don't you think? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> See, this is why I keep her around. She's got a head for business. That's what I always say. Uh-huh. Isn't that right, honey? Uh-huh. <laughs> Without me, you'd definitely be a poor man. So here we are. Yep. <laughs> hey, Cedric, are you are are you guys drinking your drinks or are you just holding them? I'm just I'm I took a sip. Them. Did no. I die? No. I just I, I wanted to gauge how suspicious you looked that you were doing a lot of talking and not drinking. Oh. Uh, okay, I guess as Cedric realizes that he hasn't had any of his drink, he's going to drink a lot of it. Okay, you're going to drink a lot of it. That's mm-hmm. good, All because hammer beer, uh, you're going to down the whole thing? No, like half of it. Oh, okay. All right. <clears throat> okay. Um, yeah. Does anything happen to me? No, I was just curious, like I said. Mm, okay. All right, yeah. They're just, they, like, but like real awkwardly. And like takes another sip. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it. not. It's not very good wine at all. <laughs> I can't imagine Kay has had a lot of wine. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> aren't you <laughs> underage? What's <laughs> age? There's no rules. Middle ages. Um, it feels like it might have been cut with salt water. Gross. Yeah. It's like a goza. <laughs> um. Uh, all right, well, um, it's been great talking with you guys. Um, I guess we'll uh, see you again and then later, maybe? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cedric, like, gives Kay, like, a... Is that, well, is that... pleasure doing business with you. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, it's been a pleasure. Sure. Bye now. Bye. <laughs> like... Kay just like puts the rest of her wine on the on the bar and just kinda like scuttles out. Uh Cedric slams the rest of his hammer beer. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> you take five points of non-lethal damage. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> he like coughs. <laughs> That's good stuff. <laughs> Puts a glass up the bar. <laughs> the barman's still just like raising his eyebrow at you. Uh, mark down those five points of non-lethal damage. <laughs> yeah. Thanks a lot, Cheryl. <laughs> <laughs>
like, this tastes bad. Puts it back. <laughs> uh, it's, it's great. Just like mom used to make. <laughs> Too bad you didn't ask about the other specialty drinks they've got. Anyway. <laughs> Your mom used to serve you beer in childhood? I know that was worse. Ah, true. That's all right. You'll save the other drink for another time. What are you doing now? Leaving. Yeah. We should go back and yeah. So I guess okay. Uh, yeah. So I think we should probably go to the river and like scope out the situation. Like, what's going on? Are there just no fish there? What kind of fish are they? Like, if they're just saying they're catching whatever and there's not a lot of whatever, tra- like chances are we're gonna find whatever gross fish they're like fishing out of the river. How do you see what kind of fish there are? There aren't they under the water? Yeah, that's why you catch them. Oh, with, an, so... with an electro zapper, of course. What? <laughs> what? Yeah. I love those so much. Dynamite. Um, no, with a fish zapper. The yeah. Act acting. I yeah. Cedric, Cedric doesn't have anything that can deal electro zapper damage. <laughs> We're gonna need a wizard for that. <laughs> but uh, okay, so like. We catch them. Do you know how to catch fish? I mean, like, theoretically, you get a stick and you tie a, a string to it and you get a hook and then you put a worm or something similar on the hook and you put it in the water and we go around for something to chomp on it. That's the extent I know about fishing. You get a strong line and a twist hook. Mm. <laughs> and a tagline. <laughs> this is pretty easy. I'm yeah. not going to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, how hard could it be, right? I mean, right. they do it, and they don't seem yeah. particularly talented at anything, so. Yeah. Yeah. They don't seem particularly talented. <laughs> <laughs> well, especially not sense motive checks. <laughs> well, you know, everybody has an off day. Um, <laughs> they just, like, didn't care. They are just like, <sighs> whatever. Well, do we need a boat to get to this spot? No, I know where the mouth of the river ends at, like, opens up so i don't know how far up they go but i was thinking maybe we could just like walk along the bank okay well let's uh let's go get lucanus and see if fletcher wants to come it seems yeah. like and while he's into seaweed maybe he wants to check out the fish yeah maybe he can like master blast them with his like magic fingers of his maybe that would be better than the hook thing <clears throat> that might work yeah. uh yeah Maybe he has some kind of, like, fish-catching spell. Yeah, that's how wizarding works, right? Yeah, I'm pretty yeah, sure. definitely. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I hate all of you. <laughs> I mean, you can do whatever you want. It's a world of magic <laughs> Neither of our characters know how magic works. <laughs> Wait, one of you is a caster, though. <laughs> I, 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 I do holy, I do divine stuff. It is not the same as wizardy magic. How is figuring out fish not a religious thing? <laughs> <laughs> That's a good point. That's a good point. Yeah, yeah, yep, yep. Point Cheryl. <laughs> One psychic damage. He's <laughs> <laughs> taking all the damage today. <laughs> An extra five points of non-lethal damage just yeah. straight up burn. <laughs> yeah, the, uh, the, the five points of non-lethal damage, that's why it's called hammer beer, because it's like you got hit in the face with a hammer. <laughs> now I know that. <laughs> uh, 
<clears throat> yeah. All right, so I guess we'll just go back to, and grab whoever seems to be particularly interested in fishing. Yeah, but it seems like a good... Maybe Lucanus would like to Yeah, Lucanus is weird. I'm sure he loves fishing. <laughs> yeah, I bet he's good at it, because he can yeah. he's tall, he can see into the water where the fish are. Yeah, he could probably, like, javelin them to death, too. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess I have a crossbow. Yeah. Maybe if I, I could maybe shoot one. I don't know if that's actually... Uh, crossbow fishing. Well, we'll see. All right, well, let's go. Yeah. let's go get the troops. Yeah, that seems... I mean, I'm sure he's been cooped up inside all day. This would be a good excuse to get him out. Yeah, and he'll be out of town, which will be really good for him. Yes. We just have to somehow get him out of town without anyone noticing. Well, we'll, we'll figure it out. Can we put a blanket over him or something, you think? He has a robe on. Isn't that basically a blanket? <laughs> it is basically a blanket. Can we tell people he has leprosy? Yes. <laughs> I think it's a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's do it. There. Let's go. <laughs> we go back to the tavern. <laughs> uh, so I knocked on his door last time. You, I, I vote you. All right, I knock on his door. Lucanus opens it. Knock oh. on our door. Lucanus opens it. Hey, buddy, what's up? What is this with you guys? I don't know. <laughs> hey, um, we're gonna go fishing. Do you want to come? Are we gonna do some crossfish? And he he holds up his crossbow. I don't know. I don't actually know how to fish. So if that's how you fish, then sure. Do you know how to fish? Uh, I know how to shoot things. That sounds like fishing. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, I'm going to knock on Fletcher's door, too. He sticks his head out. Hello? What's up? Uh, we're going to go fishing. Do you want to come? Are you going fishing? <laughs> Yeah. I know. Aren't, you, aren't you interested in fish? I mean, you're pretty interested in plants, and fish are like plants, except they move more. So I mean, I'm, I, I'm interested in everything here on this continent. Um, sure. Yeah, let's go fishing. All right. Fishing. Do we need We're on a fishing mission. Uh, I thought Lucas was just going to shoot them, but now that you mention it, I think some people use a net to catch fish or a hook. Okay. Uh, do we have those? No, but we have a crossbow. Uh, Maybe Theon has them. Oh, yeah. I go downstairs. (laughs) (laughs) Is Leon downstairs? Of course, he's always behind the bar. Leon, (laughs) you want to go fishing? Do you have a fishing net or a hook? No, I don't. Do you know where we might be able to acquire a net and or a hook? Um... Well, the white sail next door has all kinds of ship supplies and things. You might be able to go in and ask if they have that sort of thing. Onward! Thank you, Leon. <laughs> we just, like, march out of the door. Bye! Bye! See you later! We'll be back later! Oh, if oh, Azzy comes by looking for me, uh, tell him I'll be right back real soon. <laughs> uh, oh, okay. Uh, Thanks. Where, where are you going? Fishing. We're going fishing. On the off the docks. Yep. Oh, okay. I've... Oh, uh. Yep. Yep. <laughs> Maybe.
make a bluff check. <laughs> uh, I don't think I have bluff. Oh, I have exactly nothing in bluffing. Awesome. <clears throat> I got a 20! A natural 20! <laughs> I like that you checked before you looked at your dice. <laughs> Uh, okay, so so a natural twenty is not, however, an automatic win on a skill check. Um, congratulations on the natural twenty. Um, but so your total score is a twenty. Yeah. Okay, that beats. Okay, so he just says, okay, so uh, have a good time. If if I see Azzy, I'll I'll tell him that you're at the docks. Thanks. As we walk outside, uh, Cedric turns to Kay and says, um, why, why, why didn't you try, tell Leon where we were going? Uh, I, had, I woke up to a mysterious note at my door saying I shouldn't go anywhere today. And I've, if you hadn't noticed, I've been kind of going places today. So I, de I definitely don't need him to know that I'm not going to be in town, let alone like not in my house. Lucanus. Life is complicated and weird, so why don't we just go get some fish, and then I can get home as quickly as possible, and hopefully no one will notice I was gone. Okay, well, I just, I don't want you to get in trouble, like, or anything like that. Uh... So, like I said, let's go get a net. Okay. Lucanus <laughs> follows right. them, Lucanus follows them to the white sail. Oh, sorry, it's the white canvas. I totally white canvas, that. sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, okay, um, so you go literally next door um, to the white canvas, and uh, are you going inside? Yes. Okay. Um, alrighty, um, so you go inside the shop, and um, it's full of all kinds of stuff, like... There's lots of rolls of canvas, obviously, but there's, you know, oars and boards and just all kinds of ship-type things. Um, all kinds of ship-type things. Um, and uh, you see, um, sort of standing in the store, um, uh, a, a kind of person that, uh, Lucanus, you've... You are taken aback by this sight. Uh, Cedric, you have not seen a person like this before, but Lucanus, it immediately um, immediately is a bit concerning to you because you see before you this large, uh, at least taller than you, um, sort of burly man with a dull greenish skin and um, very short-cropped um, white hair. Um, and he's got tattoos and black ink all along his arms, and he's got tusks. Mm. So you recognize this as this person is some sort of orc. Um, but Cedric, you have not seen a person like this before. Um, but Kay, you know this to be um, Tabrim. Yeah. Who owns the shop next to Leon's. Yep. Hi, friend. How are you? Lucanus, oh. Lucanus uh, unconsciously uh, adjusts his adjusts his adjusts his sword and makes sure it's within easy reach. Hello, okay. Uh, how can I help you? Um. So, 
Do you have like a net to catch fish? Uh, fishing nets? Yeah, I have fishing supplies, all kinds of things. Um, are you going to do some fishing? Uh, yes, it's kind of complicated. Um, We're going anyways. fishing off the docks. Hello. Hello. Are you? Yes. No. Sounds like a good way to spend a day. Uh, we're actually going fishing in a river. The only reason I want to bring this up is because I'm not sure if the net will actually matter. Wait. Between the river. Jocks, river, you might want to make sure everyone, your friends, know your plans. Um, but yes, I have, I have fishing nets and all sorts of things. Are, do they differ between, like, ocean fishing nets and, like, river fishing nets? Not especially. Um, but if, Perfect. if you're going in the river, I can certainly make sure you have something that's not too big. Yeah, I think that's what I was going for, like something like not super large, because we also won't have a boat. Of course. We're like hoping that we can just like kind of toss it into the water and see what swims in. Uh, of course, yeah. Also, I have short arms, for that so I need true. something small. And yeah, this this guy is incredibly big, and he sort of looks down at you, and he's well. I mean, your arms are short compared to mine, but they're still good arms, are they not? They're the... I, I like them. He might even argue <laughs> that they're the best arms. <laughs> <laughs> I think they're pretty good size. Mm, mm-hmm. Cedric, so, just, mm-hmm. Cedric just gives him a front row seat to the gun show. <laughs> <laughs> so how much would like a mediocre, smallish net for the afternoon cost? Can we rent it or do we have to buy it? Well, normally I would sell things to people, but I like UK. Ah, thanks, friend. <laughs> um, so if you promise to bring it back and it's still in good condition, um, I can rent it to you for 10 gold. She looks at the other two. Um... Is it like a deposit? So could we like give you ten gold and we bring it back in good condition? Like, you know, it'll really just be five gold to use it for the afternoon. Make a diplomacy check. Yeah. What do I have in diplomacy? Oh well, <clears throat> that twenty will be super nice again. Sixteen plus eight. Plus eight. Wow. What's your charisma? I don't know. Charisma. 14. Oh, nice, yeah. So I got a 16 plus 8, whatever that is, which is something over 20. 24. Yeah. (laughs) Scientists who can do math. (laughs) Um, Please. Yeah. That, that'll be all right. Yes, so... We're trying of, to figure out why the fish is bad in town. You know, I did hear something about that. Um, you're right? Trying, you're so we're trying, trying to, to figure out what's wrong? Yeah, because, like, my... Because my... Like, it's my parents who are selling the fish, and they're getting it from, like, kind of sketch people, right. and so, like, it's bad for business, you know? So, like, right. I'm just trying to help out my family, you know? Well, it's, it's very kind and responsible of you. Um, Yes, I... I if you give me 10 gold now, as long as the net comes back in good repair, um, yeah, I'll, I'll give you five gold deposit back. That's fine. All right, thanks. Mm-hmm. Kate, uh, if you're going out beyond the city, be careful. 
We'll do. Promise. Okay. Pinky promise. Okay. Well, right. uh, you say pinky promise, and then you remember that he's missing one of his pinkies. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Handshake. <laughs> we'll watch after her, good sir. Um, I'm sure you will, friend. I'm Cedric, by the way. Oh, nice to meet you. I'm Tabrim Nagal. Tabrim, nice to meet you. <clears throat> nice to meet you as well. And your name, friend? Wait, did you just say it? Sorry, I'm <laughs> juggling things. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, me? Yeah, okay. yeah, I did. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Yes. Yeah. It's nice. To I meet thought you. I thought you were asking the case. No, sorry. It's nice yeah. to meet you, Cedric. Um, and Kay, who's your other friend? Uh, his. You name don't is need Lucanus. to know who I am. His name's Lucanus. You don't he's, need to know fine. who I am. Um, all right. I just, he's kind of weird. They're both kind of weird. Gringos. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. 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 <clears throat> well. Uh, Kay, like, has little, like, pouch, like, pockets in her awesome pants. Yeah. <laughs> of course. They have <laughs> pockets. <laughs> yeah. This is a fantasy world. Pants have pockets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's it's really no, no, sad. That's, that's just too unrealistic. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's, really, it's really sad that we have to play D&D just so women can get pockets in their field pants. <laughs> and, and she hands him 10 gold. Thank you very much. Is yeah. is there anything else you'd like? Do do I need anything else? It really depends on what kind of fishing you're doing. Uh, we're just trying to see what's there, okay. basically. It, it's kind of like surveying. How do you use the nets? Uh, well, it depends on what you're doing. Um, I suppose if, if you're trying to just, as you say, survey the river... Um, then maybe the easiest thing to do would be ha, my favorite thing to teach was stream study when I was oh, when I was younger. Um, well, the easiest thing to do would be to sort of um, stretch the net across the river. Although the cochreal is very wide here, uh, I don't I don't know if it gets narrower. This net is not very wide, um, but you would want to stretch the net at least along a portion of the river and then sort of um, walk towards the net and sort of. Uh, scare all of the fish and things before you so that they would get caught in it um, if you're looking to do some sort of survey of what's there. Yeah. <clears throat> okay. Thanks. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, that, that makes a lot of sense. All right. Thanks, friend. I'll, we'll bring you this net back in excellent condition. Uh, I trust you. But just <laughs> be careful. That's, yeah, I that's promise. It's a big river. It's very deep yeah. and... Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't even know if there's a good place where you'd be able to walk. It's very deep and very wide, and well, I mean, I trust you to know what you're doing, but just be careful outside of the city walls. Okay, thank you. I will. I we leave. I leave at least. Lucanus follows <laughs> Kay out. Okay. All right. So we have half a plan it's not the best plan in the world but it's not the worst one and we've been flying by the seat of our pants so far so i say we just keep trying our luck i'm all for it sure (laughs) we can we've got this net now we can probably just throw it out there pull it in and see what we catch right yeah i mean we the thing is we'd have to keep all the things we catch right because Mm -hmm. we don't actually know what the fish are and then we'd have to bring it to someone who you might know what the fish are. <laughs> Does Fletcher know what they are? 
Fletcher? Probably not. I, I don't know what anything is here. That's kind of the point of me being here. I'm trying to figure out what these things are and then write up descriptions of them and publish them so that other people can know what they are. Perfect. You get to write some awesome descriptions of weird fish that we catch, and then we get to see if someone in town knows what they are. Cool. Um, All right. <clears throat> we, we might need a sack, I guess, because, like, what if we catch the fish? Then what are we go- like, how are we going to bring them back? So maybe like, does anyone have a, a look at it? Do you have a bag that like fit a javelin or something in it? Like, can we use that for some fish? Uh, how long, <laughs> how long are we planning on being out of town? Cause I got to bring like a tent and stuff. How far of a walk is it to the river? Uh, I didn't think it was that far. Um, make a knowledge local check. Okay. Oh boy. <laughs> Do I have any knowledge? I got a 19, if that helps. Well, you're not. You don't have any local knowledge. I know I don't have any local knowledge, but I rolled for the hell of it and got a 19, so. Well, I got a 12. <laughs> you got a 12. Um, yeah, so the Cochreal River, um, like I said, it, it's, if the outlet, the mouth of it is north of New Sagester, and so you know that. Um, but as far as like how exactly how far away it is or like how long it would take you to get there walking, you're not entirely sure. Um, you know that it's not it's not like right against the city walls or anything. I don't know, actually. I guess I hadn't really thought of it. It's hmm. north. Uh, Cedric, do you have a backpack? I do. I have a backpack. Can you spare some space in it? Cause I'll carry, I'll carry whatever, I'll carry whatever we need to carry, but I just don't want my tent smelling like fish. And I feel like I have to bring the tent in case we get like stranded overnight or something. Hmm. Are we like super far away from the, the, like the white canvas? Um, I mean, I, I assumed that you sort of made it out into the street and then stopped cause you didn't why know don't, where to go. Why don't we just carry the fish in the net? I guess we could do that. Let, hold on. As Kay, like, sticks her head back in, she's like, um, like, how far away is this river? Uh, it's uh, the better part of a day's walk. Are you just walking? I think that was the plan. Should we get a boat? <laughs> uh, it really depends on if you know how to handle a boat. Do you know anyone who might know how to handle a boat who might give us a ride that would take less than a day? Darling, this place is full of sailors. <laughs> I'd take you myself if I didn't want to mind the shop, but, uh, I mean, I suppose you could find someone, but any ship that would take you there would be leaving from here and have to go around the point and up into the river, so, uh, you know, you might actually be faster walking because a ship would have to get underway and, you know, they're kind of big. The ships don't really go into the mouth of the river too much. It's why nobody really knows much about Arda yet, I hmm. guess, beyond here. That's good to know. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess I guess we'll walk then. Thanks. <clears throat> Isn't it? No, sorry. <laughs> I'm allergic to right. orcs. <laughs> How appropriate. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, thank, thanks, friend. Of course. Uh, if it's going to be the better part of a day, then then we're definitely going to spend the night out there. So we're definitely going to need to camp. 
uh, and uh, having a tent that doesn't smell like spend the night here and then go really early in the morning so we only have to camp one night in the scary woods instead of maybe two nights in the scary woods yeah, that makes sense to me um but uh then uh i'm also not supposed to leave today remember oh right uh okay yep sounds good to me all right perfect and, uh, yeah, we can, like, get organized and, like, maybe come up with a better plan. Yeah, we can give uh, his shoulder a little bit more time to, to heal up. Heal up. Yeah, that's good. That's good. Uh-huh. Didn't you heal him yet? No, he told me to wait. I wasn't I wasn't sure if we were planning on, you know, leaving town today. And given our last misadventure, I thought that um, uh, it might be... Um, Thought it might be smart to wait to see uh, what kind of trouble you two get into, just in case oh, it was we're needed. not in any trouble. So Cedric can heal you. I can go back home where I belong, and tomorrow we can adventure. Sounds like a plan. Lucanus does the finger point thing. <laughs> Sounds good. <laughs> All right. So Aww, I guess I'll be tomorrow at the marked bird, like what five in the morning. What time sunrise? Hmm? What time sunrise? Uh, yeah, some, well, I mean, it's sunrise. You don't, guys don't have, like, I mean, yeah, five-ish, six-ish. Lucanus okay. checks his sundial. <laughs> <laughs> there happens to be a sundial conveniently on the docks. <laughs> At this point, it's, like, a little after midday, so. All right, yeah, so why don't we, like, you know, reconnoiter tomorrow morning, and I can be home for the rest of today where I belong. And we can go tomorrow morning. All right. All right. I will see you guys bright and early tomorrow morning. See you tomorrow, okay? All right. Bye. She, like, runs back to her house. Okay. Oh, wait. I can't seem suspicious. Here, Cedric, take the net. <laughs> oh, uh, Okay. Gay like runs back. <laughs> Lucanus Lucanus takes the net from Cedric. I'm probably better situated to carry this up the stairs because this thing is like the size of Cedric. He's basically like hugging another dwarf to his chest, trying to carry it. And it's really more of a waddle than a walk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, literally, like, runs back home. Okay. Um, so are Cedric, Lucanus, and Fletcher going back to the Marked Bird? Yeah, I think I think that's the plan, because I can't really, you know, I have to sort of keep a low profile for a while. Mm-hmm. Cedric, did you want to, did you guys want to do anything with the rest of your afternoon, evening? Since I got the rest of the afternoon free, um, I figured I'd walk back with Cedric and Lucanus to the Mark Bird, and then maybe uh, walk to the Temple of Morda to kind of like give it another shot. Okay, okay. Um, you're gonna give it another shot, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Um, so we'll get to that in a little while. Um, so Kay, you run home, and are you doing anything at home? Mm, I don't know. You don't know. Just hanging out, I guess. Yeah. Just hanging out. Yeah, just hanging out. <laughs> Friday morning after Very school in, cartoons. In in my room where I 
apparently belong. <laughs> um, so, uh, uh, after a little while of like hanging out, just doing whatever in your room, um, you hear a noise at the window and it opens because you guys do have nicer windows. So the, 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 the sort of shutters open um, and Azzy sort of slides in. Hi. And his boots hit the floor and hey, what are you doing up here in the middle of the day? You told me not to leave. Well, I just meant like, don't go anywhere that's like not in town. Cause oh. I'm- your friends are weird, and I just, I wanted you to be here in case I needed to tell you stuff. And I'm here in case you need to tell me stuff. Okay. And you weren't specific to say, like, the city limits or, like, your room, so. Well, I thought don't leave town would sound kind of sinister. <laughs> don't leave at all sounds kind of sinister. What do you <laughs> Don't go anywhere. Calm down. Okay. Um, okay yeah, I went, to, I went to see I'm Leon, and he said you were at the docks, but then you were, weren't at the docks, and I got really confused. But, okay, so you're here. I'm here. Yeah. Okay. So you're sitting down, I assume. I am sitting down. Okay. Okay. So I've got something really important to tell you. Okay. And on that, we're going to end the story for today. Nice job, guys. Yeah, I know this was a really um, sort of role-play heavy and an investigatory kind of um, day, which is nice. Um, we talked about fish and mermaids, which was an awesome little uh, science sidebar. And uh, yeah, you guys did a great job sort of finding out some information and following the trail of the stinky fish. Um, Except Peter, who was like, oh, I was supposed to find information. <laughs> <laughs> It's called role playing. <laughs> <laughs> I'm acting. <laughs> um, no, you guys did a great job. Um, do you guys have any other thoughts or things you'd like to, you know? I will be on the coast next week um, mm-hmm. for the tenth. So uh, my internet is literally a router that has a, a SIM card in it, so right. it like uses the the however good the waves are coming in that day. It's been pretty good, so I'm just going to, like, go for it. I've already set up, like, I'm busy. I'm doing this thing during this time, so hopefully keep your fingers crossed with it. Cool. Okay, so everybody um, cross your fingers for Nancy's internet um, because this storyline is going to be important for her. Yeah. So So I I guess Um, if it's not awesome, then, like, I don't know, have a backup plan just in case. As for as for me, um, there's something going on in the background that I can't quite discuss yet, but I might have to um, be in a different place, in a different time zone. Mm-hmm. So um, I don't know, essentially, I don't know which side of the country I'm going to be on next weekend. <laughs> Everybody tune in next week for Peter and Cheryl talk for three hours. Okay. <laughs> Ryan will be back and uh, hopefully Nancy's internet will work. And Joe just said he might be in a different time zone than normal, but I'm assuming that means you can still be over here I, in normal time, in real time. I am, I am not, I am not sure. So okay. um, um, I will, I will let you guys yeah. know as soon as I do. It'll be an adventure. Yep. Um, <laughs> it will be great. Um, yeah. Did we have any questions? Comments? No questions? Um, no questions. Okay. Well, if you're out there in internet land and you do have questions, feel free to, um, put them in the, the Twitch chat or the Periscope chat or in the YouTube comment section, or I don't really know how you comment on podcasts, but you know, do the thing, or you can tweet at us at check nature, or you can tweet at any of us individually. Um, our 
stuff for Twitter handles and whatever is down in the reference section. Um, thanks for, so much for hanging out with us. I am the Roving Naturalist on YouTube. Nancy and Joe are part of Ask an Entomologist on Facebook and other places. I don't remember where all the places are. Um. <laughs> yeah. Twitter mainly. Twitter mainly. Um, and does anybody else have anything they'd like to plug? Um, Ask an Entomologist and that uh, Addressing Uncertainty podcast that I talked about earlier, especially if you want to learn about insects and pain. Insects and pain. Nice. Is there like an episode number or episode title or should your name? Uh, I think my name, I think my name is uh, uh, in the um, description. Honestly, it's something that just sort of um, came up in conversation and I would have to um, look it up because I don't remember off the top of my head, but I can get it to Cheryl. She can tweet it out over the channel. We'll do the thing. Uh, Anything else from anybody? Um, if you're in Maryland, uh, on, uh, August 14th, um, I'm doing a, uh, twilight talk at the Western Maryland Research and Education Center on, uh, squash pests. And, um, if you want to come by and learn about vegetable and, uh, orchard IPM? Vegetable? We'll be there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. How we, Peter, how Peter we squash the squash pests. Uh, yeah. and, and that's, and to be clear, that's uh, pests of squash plants, not how to squash pests, right? Yes, that is, that is true. <laughs> both, both even. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So uh, we will be back next Saturday. So that's August 10th again, right here, 7 PM Eastern on Twitch and Periscope. Um, thanks everybody so much for following along with us and we'll be back next time with more science and Dungeons and Dragons. Bye. Bye. Bye.